right. Fucking A, man. It's been a long week. How's it been for y'all? Gotta say, I think my man Mike is right. There's bad shit in the air. Be true to your word and uh, stay away from the chaos as best you can. You hear? All right, this episode is with Amanda Janney from KM Mushrooms. Man, if you don't know KM Mushrooms, you better go fucking look them up. Amanda is a true fucking punk. She's a punk rock kid from way back. SoCal kid and, uh, you know, amazing cultivator. She's come a long way with her backyard grow. She's pushing now into like a bunch of different, you know, uh, categories of this industry all at once, trying to make headway in the best way she can, um, as fast as she can without trying to overextend. Um, I mean, what <laughs> this week marks the news, uh, that I've been talking about for a few different weeks with a few different people, you know, smile hold, uh, files from chapter 11 bankruptcy. And, uh, we're all just moving on, you know, <laughs> these are big fucking deals. There is a huge wave of interest in this stuff and the people who are going to come out on top or just endure the chaos of the industry, they're the ones who really have the right mindset about this. They're about community and they're about the products that they're cultivating and they're about the whole sort of ethos around eating better and being healthy and exercising and you know, truly making a difference on a planetary level by just acting locally and becoming part of this decentralized cultivator movement. So Amanda is <laughs> many, many important things in this industry. Um, despite the fact that she might think she is just a tiny fucking fish in a huge ocean. The reality is, is her head and her mindset are in the right place according to me and according to many people in this industry who know of her and of km mushrooms um i can't remember how the fuck uh, she i think she started buying some spawn from us and then amanda's like uh, my amanda at the farm uh if you've talked to amanda you know amanda <laughs> she said oh there's this other amanda uh, so I think I must have like looked her up on Instagram or somebody showed me her profile and I was like, oh, cool. Maybe we can hit her up on this West Coast Micro Wizards run. And that's what we ended up doing. So Mike and I sort of sprung a visit on her and uh, we got to check out her spot. And it was fucking rad, man. Everything you'd expect from a home grow and uh, all the visions of grandeur for her are still there. And I'm stoked to see where she goes. I think she's just signed a lease or at least is about to on some serious fucking property and her expansion is going to be something to keep a fucking eye on California. Um, Amanda knows what's up. Uh, let's see up and coming this May. I'll be on stage with Amanda talking about decentralized mushroom cultivation and the idea of, you know, uh, expanding your um, mushroom company from small peanuts to an actual facility at the Far West Fungi Festival uh, in Santa Cruz. And uh, I'm stoked to be able to talk with Amanda there about these things. 
I haven't seen a lot of those conversations at mushroom festivals. I see a lot of like dancing around subject matter that's kind of important to everybody from DNA sequencing to psilocybin identification to mycomaterials to so many other facets of the industry. But what I'm interested in is kind of like these open narrative conversations that really express the struggles that all of us cultivators have to deal with on a regular basis. Fuck today, man, 10 people in my crew go down with COVID. (laughs) What am I doing as the employer of a fuck ton of people making a fuck ton of blocks and spawn and equipment and raw materials for cultivators around the country and and, uh, cultures around the world? Dude, I just get into the fucking lab and start going. Shake the blocks, man. Get it done. Um, We all have to do that. And those struggles are real, despite your size, despite your scale, despite your intent in the industry. If you are growing gourmet mushrooms at any level, (laughs) you got to jump in the fucking lab sometimes and full tilt boogie your way to fucking freedom. Amanda does that shit every day, just like everybody else in this industry, but she does it in a way that makes you want to jump in as well. And I think that's a very important personality trait. So come catch us out there. Um, in a couple weeks, shit, I'll be at Vegas. Uh, the ag con couldn't stand to go jerk off at a fucking mushroom convention in Vegas, uh, this week. So, <laughs> um, I'll be there, uh, uh, chatting it up with Kyle Garoni and Elizabeth moon of, uh, green box mushrooms down in Georgia. So, uh, come check us out. It'll be a fun conversation. If you're in the, uh, Vegas area, um, it's March 11th and 12th or something like that. I don't know. Look it up if you care. Anyways, uh, this podcast, like all podcasts, can be seen visually at micawizards.com. So head on over there and check it out. And uh, we hope to see you uh, in the new year cranking out them shrooms, dudes. All right. Later on. Someone said, you, or you said, like, um, all these people in here, especially all the cannabis people, all want to become cube farmers. Cube centric. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... <clears throat> A huge facility can just switch over and be producing yeah, mega, mega enough for the country in yeah. two weeks. Like, yeah. you, you, no, you can't do that. No. But it's all people in, at the farmer's market. Can you teach me how? Right. I'm thinking of starting a business, and I'm like, yeah. I'm growing gourmet mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Best of luck on your endeavors. Right, and so many people just have this bizarre, like, connection to them but like really it is it's hard i've been trying to generate a formulaic approach to like how those people approach us because yeah i mean a whole ride up like the coast the minute you post anything online all of the cube growers come out and they're like come on by i'm like can we film record they're like no like then fuck off you know i don't care how many thousands of pounds of dried cubes you grow right i'm not not doing this just like hanging out like with cube growers yeah, I thought yeah, we were yeah. just hanging out. <laughs> Shit. All right. Okay. No, no, we are. Like their perception of it is like, oh, you can just come by. Uh, yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, yeah I'm like away from home. Like yeah. there's got to be a trajectory here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's funny. It's just California's being hit with it at the same time the East Coast is. Yeah. Just because cannabis caught up with one yeah. another, you know, in those those different areas. Yeah, we've got a church in Oakland. The Church of Weed. Uh, it's the church of entheogenic plants. So they actually are, you can sign and say that 
you're adopting their religion <laughs> and then just go in and buy. They've got a menu of like 10 Ooh. different strains usually. Sick. Yeah. That's and awesome. everyone's going and it's mostly like soccer moms that are in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been crazy to see like the just buying like psychedelic change. chocolate bars yes, and shit. Yes, chocolate yeah, bars yeah, yeah. and little microdoses and just like ounces of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's going to blow up here. Yeah. You know, it's kind of wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, you know, everybody who's out at that Colorado event mm -hmm. like a couple weekends ago said the same thing. It's just like people with like tons of psychedelic drugs just troving to different areas. Yeah. It's like dead came back, you yeah. know. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Far West was out there. I saw that yeah, they went yeah. like had a thing set up. Oh, yeah. he had some great stories for that. That was pretty fucking wild, man. <laughs> come here. Man, yeah. He's just like... I think he was caught off guard, but like Kyle, you can't phase, you know, he's very just like, he'll maneuver around anything, yeah. you know, conversationally. <laughs> so, it's good. It's yeah, good. It's yeah. a good skill to have. It is, man. It is. Well, we were down with us. Uh, I know you probably don't know Sam Shoemaker at all. I know so we, I don't know him personally, but I'm, okay. I'm familiar with Michael Michael yeah. from my Michael works days gotcha. because they do, there's a ton of overlap, uh, in that kind of art world of yeah. people working with mycelium, which yeah. is really how my work started was artists, you know, right. Phil doing sculptural stuff and <laughs> yeah. started the company doing building materials was what they thought at first, you know, yeah. was to take over lumber industry and insulation and that kind of thing. And yeah. then stumbled upon the, the leather proxy, the softer materials. And then yeah. that's where Michael works developed and got into the softer materials. Um, yeah, I remember those initial videos where it just looked like they're in like a fucking office somewhere yeah. in the middle of like San Fran. Or? Yeah, we were in Emeryville, which Emery. is like this little pocket in between Oakland and Berkeley and San Francisco. So you were there like towards that time period? Like in the beginning. I was at Microworks in 2020 and 2021. And then I stayed on doing a little bit of like consulting with them after that. See, this is a lot longer than seven weeks old then. So. Well, I mean, yeah, the mushroom thing goes back to like 2008. I lived in Portland, okay. Oregon for like all of my twenties. And that's where, and I was like gardening. I started as like, I want to grow my own food. And, uh, around that time is when like the Alice Waters thing was popping off and it was all about, you know, growing local foods and local right. food systems. And that was like the really exciting thing. Um, and then that bled in in Portland into foraging, which started with like learning about wild edibles like miner's lettuce and yeah. you know talking about dandelion and just everything that's available and then that progressed into mushrooms and then that first you know stand of chanterelles it was like oh this yeah. is fucking okay i'm hooked this and it's sick. been like this slow tumble down the rabbit apricot hole apricot smell you're like <sighs> oh i always yeah. say i'm like chasing that first taste yeah. again like yeah. nothing has ever tasted the way those first there was like a fear. I remember when I first ate chanterelles and I was like, this could kill me, I think. Because I didn't have any affirmation from anybody or like, like yeah, that's a chanterelle. I was yeah. like, fuck, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. You know, but I remember eating them like terrified. And totally. uh, my lay wife was like, fuck that. He's like, you fucking eat those. You, know? you eat like, it and your like heart kind of starts racing. You're like, well, that's just because I'm anxious about yeah. it. Is it killing me? It's not actually killing me. Right, exactly. <laughs> I might explode. That was when I uh, ate the Caesar, uh, like the Amanitas yeah. out in uh, Arizona. Fuck, man, I was terrified. Terrified. Yeah. I was like, why did I do that? But now yeah. I'm like, I don't yeah. give a shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It's all the same. Yeah. But so you can't get that same adrenaline hit. No, you know, it right? just that I like that flavor is like burned into <laughs> my like memory, like all of my senses, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, stayed just really doing foraging stuff for a long mm. time. Yeah. Um, 
never thought this would happen. And then I, you know, I've joined all of them. I've lived in Portland. I lived in Belgium for a few years. Oh, no shit. I'm from San Diego and I've joined like the mycological societies and all those places. And I think took a couple, it was SD Myco. Um, I took like a home cultivation class. Oh, they actually offered them. Yeah. That was back in like 17, 2017. Wow. Um, 16, something like that. But it was like, oh, cool. And uh, there's a guy there named Eric. I'm convinced that everyone that started mushrooms in that yeah. time frame is named Eric. The red beard. <laughs> We're just so popular, you know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And that kind of planted the seed of like, oh, this is a thing that could happen. Yeah. You know, like, oh, I could actually do this. I yeah. This is actually something I like. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. You know, I usually don't end up doing things I like doing. It's kind of like. <laughs> what are you trying to say? You don't want to be in the music industry? Anymore? I don't. <laughs> to do marketing like I fell into marketing I was a hairdresser who became yeah. a marketer and like yep. I'm okay at it but I don't like it no it doesn't feed like a, a primal sense that I still try <laughs> to figure out why mushroom people like the cultivation side because it's it is strange you go most of those mycological societies they're like on the fringe of um just barely on the fringe of cultivation like they yeah. don't really care no. like, they're like uh, you're it's most of the identification and just yeah. like talking those 45 year old guys that just want to talk about mushrooms yeah yeah the stripe is just so elongated yeah like, bingo fuck my life all yeah. right yeah, yeah, yeah. i never really got into that i don't yeah. care about yeah. like the taxonomy and identification like i just want systems to like work and be weird you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. there's some allure of the weirdness to it i guess right. for sure but for it's encouraging if somebody yeah. like you know san diego yeah. you know is pushing like oh here's a little cultivation class or yeah. something yep 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 who was running that? Do you remember? His name's Eric Mueller. Okay, this is the Eric that's, yeah. that's putting it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah And he's yeah. got a, he's Mueller's Mushrooms. He sells fresh mushrooms and, like, makes tinctures. And really? Super cool guy down there. He's got a really, like, he's doing, he does, like, straw logs, what? you know? So he's got a lot of, like, older, that older generation kind of style cultivation. Yeah, yeah, um, okay. But still a wealth of knowledge and, like, very <clears throat> open with it. You oh, know, yeah. and that was kind of that first person. Then that, I think, fed into seeing, like, oh, there's other ways to do it besides straw. I had yeah. a, when I lived in San Diego, I ended up doing, like, the lime pasteurization and was just growing oysters out of laundry baskets really for myself to eat. And mostly just because of, like, a, hey, cool, look at what I grew. Yeah. You know, yeah, that yeah. same thrill of, like, hey, look at this carrot I grew. Yeah. Um, so was it a start of a distraction, like the cultivation side, do you think? Or was that always kind of there after you kind of got the chanterelle fever? It was kind of a distraction, I think. Distraction. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was for me too, yeah. if I actually think about it. Cause yeah, I didn't want to be like painting signs for Trader Joe's or like, fuck. I just was like, fuck corporations. So yeah. like was drawing all day, but like for signs, I didn't care. I'd start all the Trader Joe's signs, like a big dick and balls and just like write strawberries <laughs> and two strawberries. So I was so like disenfranchised with commercial marketing. Yes. It's like, yeah. how do you do this so that people uh, don't see it, but you're like, I'm satisfied. <laughs> you know? Right? At the end of the day, it's like, hey. Yeah, yeah. That's like Mike. He's always hiding fucking like random shit in animations he makes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Those yeah. little Easter eggs for yourself. Even no one else finds them. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. for the true fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Who are your stalkers that are finding the weird things you hide in your animations? He's yeah. my stalker, but I said yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gave me permission <laughs> that changes the dynamic a little bit yeah, yeah. just a little yeah. uh, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now mike and i've known one another forever it seems like at this point 
And it's fun to build a business where like just now I can start to employ my friends to do things that I want yeah, to do. That's and, rad. You know, we were, Mike and I were talking about it yesterday after talking to Kyle. It's like, you know, do you want your kids to like be involved in yeah. this? This big, fu- it's like a myriad, it's you know, amazing. it's crazy. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they could be a marketer. They could be in the video. They could be a chef. They could like whatever. They hire out a lot of different people to do yeah. really cool shit. Yeah. So like you see that model and I can understand why people be like, wow, yeah, I'm doing this, you know? Yeah. I didn't really see that model initially at all. No, like this is a funnel, you know? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Well, and I mean, you know, like, like you said, 10 years ago, there's no mushrooms at a farmer's market. Now I do three markets and I'm I'm the only mushroom farmer at one of them. You know, yeah, there's multiple mushroom stands at at most farmer's markets around here and we're all selling out. We're all doing well, you know, like can't grow enough to, to actually, to keep up with what people want. So yeah, it's interesting how in such a condensed timeline, it's changed. Yeah. Like everything with mushrooms is oddly condensed, you know? It's like fast yeah. life cycle. It's caught on really fast. It's like just can I'm like, is it gonna just keep booming? Like Yeah. Huh? We'll see. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of people who've been in for a long time see the same boom in the eighties as yeah. this right now. Yeah. And I don't think it's the same like whatsoever because it's coinciding with a lot of like obviously the illicit side, mm-hmm. but um the decentralized factor of availability and the separation from agaricus and all these agaricus farms trying to figure out how to do gourmets is like, it's total. the game is not like just the eighties, you know, despite yeah. what a lot of the older cats say, it's very different. But I think if people keep getting benefits out of them, there's nothing wrong with eating healthy. Right. So that's like perpetuating it all. It's yeah. everyone's just like, what else? What options are out there? I don't really want to just eat lettuce. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, COVID showed how messed up our systems are to a lot of people that I think like, you know, I noticed how messed up a lot of our systems were. I'm sure a lot of people did, but there's a huge subset yeah. of the population that didn't think that our systems yeah. were messed up. And yeah. that flipped a lot on its head and I think exposed a lot. And so it is, yeah. there's a lot of power in having more local food systems that you know that's always been what a lot of people are harping on and i think now the people that were like blind to that or just like whatever i I go to the supermarket i get what i need i leave had that shocking experience of scarcity yeah you know because of the corporations because of the conglomerates there's been abundance coast to coast um and i think that you know is an interesting thing to come out of the last three years, people having a chance to see like, this is all really fragile. Yeah. Like you, this is this big web and you pull one thing and it's all fucked. Yeah. So what's just, plan B? It's just knitted together. Yeah. Like it's very much going to just like, oh, there yep. goes the sweater. Yeah. 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 It's scary. Like rolling into places, especially like San Fran and LA. LA is interesting because obviously you have these very stratified neighborhoods, like ultra amazingly interactive, poor. I loved Skid Row, but I was like, this is fantastic. I just want to interact with crazies. And, uh, and then it borders the like ultra crazy, weird tourism downtown area. And you can't really tell if they understand that like, this isn't just here because it happened to be here. It's all brought in from everywhere. And then you see the fields like from here down to like, you know, Santa Cruz. Yeah. 
And it's just like, wow, that's where all the strawberries come from. Or, well, you know, yeah. it's like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 If that goes wrong or something bad right. happens. It's... Well, we had these crazy rains this year too. And talking, going to the farmer's markets and talking to all of the farmers, you know, my neighbors down there, they're like, yeah, yeah crops are messed up. Yeah. You know, we were having asparagus at the markets in June here just mm-hmm. because like the whole timeline is, is unpredictable for them. Yeah. Um, you know, and at least something like mushrooms is so adaptable, you know, like two weeks ago, crazy heat messed up a lot of what I had growing, but that's a two weeks to rebound back from that. Yeah. Whereas like farmers crop, you know, like that fields, no, it's like maybe next year we can try again next year. They can't rebound the same way we can. That's the Eric, uh, Eric Milligan, another Eric, but you live to farm another day. Yeah, yes, Eric. <laughs> it's, it's the Eric's, Eric's and the mushrooms. You guys need to start a band, uh, or something, or like a wrestling WrestleMania. Eric's the mushroom, Eric's, or I don't know something. Just like yeah, or fights. I think Eric, uh, <laughs> Eric uh, Myers, and me should just go toe to toe in a ring. That'd totally be fun. You know? I yeah, uh, I get a ringside seat. Yeah, yeah. Tr is like, let's have a bag off, and I was like, he's gonna turn into a drunken brawl, and he's like a military dude. I'm not that tough. Right. Like, Fuck yeah. that. He'll kick the shit out of me. <laughs> But I would do it for fun. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 a personality. I don't know what the hell the name thing is, but we've always hired people in groups. Like right now we have five Zachs at the farm. Yeah. And at one time it was like four Joes. And like it's yeah. been a bunch of mics. It's weird. Yeah. You're the only mic. Don't worry. Right. You've gotten Amanda. I email Amanda yeah, to yeah. get my spawn. It's like, hey, Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Oh, right, right. Is your emails just say the same fucking name. <laughs> hey, Amanda. Jesus. Thanks. Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Yeah. Hi, Amanda. Like, yeah, okay. hey, Amanda yeah. is Amanda. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot, yeah. Oh, she's great, man. I love Amanda. She's like just, it's amazing to just sit in the office sometimes and like she'll just be like, motherfucker, hello. And you're just like, oh, man, this is so good. She's like the best, like, cog that fits into that like uh, oh man i don't even know and she loves it too but uh talking to mushroom farms and not being a mushroom farmer oh, is a yeah. very strange world and for like sure. training for that's even weirder for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah but she's got some cool background so she knows that's good. Yeah. good that helps i think being a, <laughs> a strange and non-linear path person is helpful in this world coming from a bunch of different lifetimes is helpful you're clearly one of them so geez, we'll man. see check back in six months right 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 yeah, now it's six <laughs> months see just 10 <laughs> years condensing year, that timeline months. you know yeah. for sure all right we're out of here now yeah <laughs> no it's funny like i i think if you come from that like uh myriad of trying to grab onto different things out of excitement eventually something like this will find you and it's just you're trying to like herd crazy cats that are in the shape of water and you're just like oh it's just pissing me off but like you can't help but like stay up all night thinking about it so it's it's the end of the road for like a lot of us (laughs) yeah i'm here yeah got the roots deep here so yeah we're doing it so you came down then from Oregon and you're in this like crazy chanterelle hunting stoke. Yep. And then you came down to like the San Bay Diego. In San no, Diego. I went to San Diego. My dad down. got sick. Your dad did. Okay. Yeah. So I went back home to San Diego to yep. hang out with him. And yeah. um, at that point then ended up in Belgium yep. after. Was Belgium, with that. Germany. Like yeah. Belgium, 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 the country. Belgium, the country. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. neighbor of Germany. Yeah. Oh, the man. home of mycelia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I married a Belgian guy, hung out out there for a few years, um, was asked very nicely to leave the country after I was no longer married to him. (laughs) 
Oh, so you got divorced out there? You got married and divorced out there? Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And I yeah. thought I would get to stay. You no know? fucking way, man. Yeah, yeah they they'll find like, you. Yeah, they're like, you gotta go. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> and that was in like 2017. And were you aware of like the mushroom industry out there at the time? Yeah, yeah I was. There was a cool market. There was, um, there was a, a mushroom farmer there who I had yeah. talked to. He came in from a small town. I lived in Antwerp. Yeah. Um, oh, Antwerp's cool. Yeah, it is yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I speak, I speak Dutch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I first met him early on in moving out there when I did not speak Dutch. Yeah. Uh, and he did not speak much English. But so we had these like hilarious interactions and I'd buy mushrooms from him and, and That's he was great. cool. But yeah. Yeah. So I did not like, like interact with, with the world much, you know, <laughs> in the mushroom world out there. Uh, but great foraging in like the Black Forest in Germany, and like that was oh, super bet, cool. To, man, I bet. Yeah, it's like a dream of mine to go forage through just like a lot of even Eastern Europe. You know where yeah. a lot of this stuff is, it's prevalent, but also like the identifications are different. You know, yeah. the mushrooms are just different, and the people are weird about it in a different way. Yeah, you know, out here it's like I don't really get bummed out if somebody picks a cool spot. Yeah, I'm just like yeah, fuck it, we'll just yeah. grow some more, but. Out there, it's like cutthroat. <laughs> oh yeah, have you guys had a big boom of more people getting into foraging in like the last, like during yeah. COVID? Not during now? COVID. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't know. You know, yeah. like to be honest, I every time I'm in the woods, I tend to see like picked lobster mushrooms like discarded along a path, and I'm like, somebody clearly like picked them and they thought they were just gonna spread this or like I don't know. Or what they it was. they picked it because they're intrigued by it. Yeah. It's like, what is this thing? And then they got scared to eat it, yeah, probably. And threw and just... it. So I just collect people's scraps now. I'm like, that works. oh, fuck it. You're a you true know? forager. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a re- food recovery. I did Food Not Bombs too long. So I'm just like, oh, I, look I, at trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I, I did a lot of Food Not Bombs in my life, too. Did you really? Yeah. Up in, like, Oregon? Oregon or, and San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. are the best, like, uh, groups of people I think I've, I've assembled and then met. My mom knew Keith, or Keith McHenry, like, way, way long ago. Cool. They met in Boston. And uh, I remember Keith is on our couch at Federal Street. Mike and I are living there, and Frankie and my friend Kevin. And uh, and he's like, man, it's so funny. He's cooking artichokes, hilariously enough. And he's like, I was probably macking on your mom back in the day. And I was like, that's kind of <laughs> weird, Keith. And then he kind of disappeared. I don't know what yeah. happened to him after that, but we started a bunch of Food Not Bombs chapters. Nice. And it was really cool, like, but mm-hmm. it's got that same style of like, there's food out there. Yeah, it's foraging just in garbage bins. Yeah, and, you know, in the back of kitchens. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah. What California was your experience doing that? Um, I did a lot of like cooking and like meal distro, you know, nice. and um, it was great. I think I, that's where I come from. It a lot is like again going back to like systems are broken, and that's yeah. something I I grew up in like the punk scene and lived in punk houses and riding yeah. bikes and you know doing all sorts of various forms of activism, and that's where that. Yeah. fit in for me and it was really just kind of like food has always been one of those things where I'm like there's there is abundance yeah we waste so much food and it's just like no one should be hungry like yeah. everyone should be eating yeah. this is insane like you know that was the first thing I think that made me be like man capitalism is really fucked up was yeah. like looking at food inequality right. um so that's where I, I got in with that and it was just cool to just be like here's good food yeah and everyone should just get to enjoy a good meal hang out and like connect to there's that part of like community building and, and meeting people and yeah yeah i think super important i think that makes all of our 
community stronger and better. It does, even in these like fringe ones. Like, yeah. That's why I, I, I feel like this whole tour and all these recordings, I'm just going to bring up Skid Row nonstop because I was like, you hear about it on these coasts, yeah. right? You don't really understand what it is. Uh, yeah. Most people are like, it's terrifying. You're like, I went there and was like, no, it's not. It's not. It's not terrifying at all. I was no. just like hanging out, eating burritos with a bunch of fucking dudes who like are either on their way to get fucked up or they're fucked up. Yeah. You know, I was like, all right. And and there's a sense in, in that early like Food Not Bombs punk world mm -hmm. of the same thing. Like you're hanging out with Crest Punks, like reaching into the bottom of garbage bins for fresh muffins at 2 a.m. And you're like, this is fucking delicious. Yeah. But it's a similar sentiment of like survival in this like gridlocked chaos that yeah. you don't really want any part of. Right. And uh, when you step back and start doing like mushroom stuff or other types of foraging, it's a little more freeing. You realize you don't have to be in a rat race to like yeah. enjoy the same recovery, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Totally. Because it's nuts working with fucking homeless people, it working is. with like just drug addicts and yeah, like yeah, just yeah. all the freaks. You know? Wild cards yeah. left and right, you know? <laughs> We were doing a Food Not Bombs uh, set up on the corner of like, it was like Cabot Street and uh, whatever, Essex, I think, is where uh, Montserrat was, right? I don't know, it was this great corner, but this dude came over and uh, he'd clearly like fallen over so many times and he's bleeding like out the face. And uh, I remember Frankie like looking at him and was just like, realized he was bleeding into the soup we had made. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. So, like, we had, like, hummus sandwiches. We had all this crazy shit we made up. So she just, like, picks up the soup and, like, moves it under the counter. And he's just, like, bleeding all over the fucking, like, table. And it was just one of those weird things where, like, that kept happening, like, yeah. in a lot of different ways, you know? So you start, like, keeping in mind, like, okay, food totally. safety. And you're, like, then manipulating a system of free food for people to, like, not make people feel bad about like whatever's yep. going on with them, but yep. still make it accessible. It's yep. like, it's a cool challenge, you know? Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What's up, Ronan? There she is. Oh, uh, it's always a cat. You know? Always a cat. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I love, I love and hate mm -hmm. talking to people of all walks of life. You yeah. know, like I'm very much that introvert that's like, I would rather just like. Yeah, hide away. Totally. But then I also am like so curious and like interested in hearing people's story and like everyone's got crazy stories and especially people that are going through hardship, you know, they usually like yeah. only identify as their hardship, but like there's a whole myriad of life and stories there that's just like very valuable and like interesting and yeah. Um, I think that's like weird that that's like almost a gift you can give to someone is like hearing them out. Oh yeah. It's like you should just be inherently validated as like a person with something to share. Yeah. But uh, I think a lot of times you talk to people that are coming from a place of just feeling like a nuisance or feeling, you know, discarded. Yeah. And it's, it's like, it's nice to hear them out, hear what they have to say and hear their crazy shit. And yeah. I'm like, all right. There's it's a lot crazy, of, I always, man. I always tell myself, I'm like, Seth, there's a million ways to live this life. So it's all yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what happens, like it's all good. It is though. It really is. You find a way. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, I was talking to Kyle about Jap Japan in particular, all the homeless people there are like really like, uh, they're self-conscious and like terrified sure. to be homeless. It's not so much like uh, uh, addicts or anything. It's just really hard to live in some of those cities. So they're like hospital fold. They're like carts during the day and they're all lined up like very secretly around a corner and they sort of just disappear. And they're usually like pretty well dressed, you know, yeah. it's a different form of homelessness based yeah. on like that culture. Yeah. You know? 
But it all comes down to these, like, for me anyways, comparing these cultures and food resources. And like Chris pointed it out at Mighty Cap, who you don't have to take this wine, by the way, if you don't drink, you know, I was like, or My give it to somebody. My partner will drink it or I'll oh, just good, keep it. Good. Like, this is awesome. So long as somebody will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always feel weird bringing booze to people's houses. And I have friends who do it all the time. Yeah. And I so usually I was like, do. Oh, let's do it. I yeah, don't drink, but yeah. I usually take. And I'm like, oh, cool, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah, good. Like, no. <laughs> oh, that's good, man. But, um, but yeah, he's, you know, he's got these great facts. And he's a salesman, you yeah. know. And I don't know if yeah. you know him at Mighty Cat, but he's, like, uh, asking all the people who come through for tours, like, you know, how much water does it take, gallons of water, to, like, mm. raise one pound of edible beef yeah, yeah. versus, you know, a mushroom. We didn't have those, like, numbers during right. Food Not Bombs days. So right. I was like, whoa, this is really, like, a yeah. whole new level of how to sell this yeah. stuff to a lot of people. Yeah, and people, I mean, here people are pretty savvy, I think, and interested in that stuff. And that yeah. is getting talked about more and, and just that whole life cycle. And I think it is smart for us to think in terms of total resources. Yeah. So many, I mean, and it goes into like so much stuff is greenwashed, right? Yeah. Where it's like, and that's like, well, okay, you're substituting, you have an alternative of something, but like, yeah. is that alternative actually like more sustainable? Is that, does that have a lower footprint or like fewer inputs? And like a lot of times it's no. It's, yeah. A lot yeah. of times you're just depleting different resources Correct. to get an alternative. So it's, it's, you know, and then like what's yeah. the transportation behind all of those things. And, but here people are starting to kind of like key into that and I think be really interested in it, yeah. um, which is a good thing. Well, especially because of droughts and fires. Yeah. It's like, this is a hot spot, literally. Yeah. And figuratively for people to reimagine that, yeah. you know, and those things are like inherently important to water resource stuff. Like I yeah. was a long time ago, I lived up in, uh, Mount Madonna on the top. There's this like weird ecological center run by this crazy anarchist lady and nice. uh, it was a blast, man. But she like didn't partake in the sweat lodges and all the weird shit that yeah, was happening yeah. around us. She just facilitated it rented like cool spots uh and we were just like building cob houses. She saved everybody from a fire, you know, yeah. it's like this crazy weird event. Um, but up there, there is no water. <laughs> so like you spend most of your time trying to figure out how to Thinking limit your water, water usage, especially if you're growing shit. Yeah. So you're like, let's go get more fertilizer, more, you know, horse or cow shit and yeah. put it on top and like leach that water in. Sure. Yeah. It's very interesting that the food resource and farming here is stratified in that yes. way. It's like very cool, <laughs> but also terrifying. Yeah, you know? it is. I mean, that's the thing. Like we're not doing great. No. You know? Like, we're, we're not. No, no. Or it's not a home run. No. <laughs> no, no. But more and more people are starting to realize that in a way I don't think they did. And Yeah. Uh, oh, I think we'll start doing things better, I hope. You yeah, know? I think I mean, so. we have to, so. Yeah. But, yeah, here especially, like, the, the drought and the – I just pulled out the grass in the front. And they'll, they'll pay oh, you to right. take your grass out, oh, your bet. lawn. And that's like, you know, there's so many of those things people can do. But it's so ingrained talking about culture, you know. And it's some of those things of just like being really resource intensive is, is a cultural part of being American. Yeah. You know, like it, it really is in so many ways. And I think it's like, okay, we need to work on retooling that. Right. I got a lot of, I got a lot of faith in the youth, you know. Yeah. They're aware of it. And I think yeah. the kids are okay. I'm hoping they're going to... Yeah, the kids will be okay. The kids will be okay. Yeah. And I think they'll, they'll help us out, you know? <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to, like, clean up all of these messes that have been made, but... Yeah, yeah. And some of us are trying to, like, do yeah. our part, you know? 
it's it's funny to walk around with like young kids now and try and like you know all my friends have kids and stuff and just kind of like get this weird sense that they've skipped the imaginary like uh, fort in the woods thing yeah like entirely they're a little too grown up for my like it bums me up but then again it's a new paradigm for them they have to be abundantly more connected to the like you know digital devices and stuff around them from the get-go whereas like we were lucky enough to not have to you know initially i would love to get rid of all of right. my devices but they don't even head. fantasize about that shit they're like it's just here man it's just part of it oh, <laughs> it does kind of like i know it bums us out we're just like how do we fucking escape you know <laughs> right 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 slowly i'm like slowly moving north into the woods and i'm like oh great i'll end up somewhere i was looking at yeah. a piece of land and it's like Oh, it's completely off grid. Yeah, that's nice. Just that's be careful. Learn from cool. Roger Rabbit. You know, don't get kicked out of weird landscapes. So. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, I on an incredibly micro scale, I've got a neighbor who's really displeased with what's going on here. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What the fuck's your problem? Just because it's like I wish uh, I knew the answer. It's yeah. just she's like the the nosy neighbor that's uh, upset that's about in. everything. That's I know. Fighter, you know? <laughs> no, not literally. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, she's, she's, she's looking for reasons. Luckily I've got like permits. I've got, I've done everything as by the book as I can. So I'm kind of like, bring it on. Yeah. Like, all right. You're just kind of like, you know, ruining your own, ruining your own day by giving me a hard time. So, but we'll see. I mean, there's a lot of power in an angry neighbor. Oh God, man. It's crazy. (sighs) All of my other neighbors are super cool. They think it's rad. I give them mushrooms. They're stoked. They're like telling people, Oh, there's someone in town you can get so that's cool it's just like there's the one that's like yeah just wants to take it down oh yeah they're always asked her i'm like are you smelling anything do you have concerns like what are the issues no she just wants the fucking bitch yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense yeah there's always one there's gotta be yeah keeps me on my toes yeah 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 our our neighbors that are bad in our new place are like 300 feral cats with like cat aids and fucking beavers that want to like destroy shit I'm like, all right, I can deal with this. I can kill those motherfuckers, you know. But I can't, I can't kill a neighbor. Right, right. I mean, better because you're not next to the whoopie pies anymore. Oh, only for like maybe another year and a half, okay. two years. Okay. So, yeah, that's hilarious. You haven't even been there. It's funny. No. People just know this like conceptual layout. Of, yeah, like, yeah. Just reeks like manufactured diabetes for days. <laughs> you're like, fuck, what is that? Maple diabetes today? Oh. It's funny, though, this guy came and pointed it out, and I've probably said this before on this podcast, these conversations, but I, I didn't notice it, but he was like, yeah, it doesn't seem like there's many people working at the Whoopie Pie place. It was like a fucking Tuesday. And then I, like, watched it for a week, and uh, I was like, right, like, we're taking over. Like, f- like healthy yeah. food is, like, going crazy, and they're losing accounts. Yeah. Because nobody's going to the fucking grocery store to get moon pies. No, you know? they're like they do want mushrooms. <laughs> That's great. That's, that's actually, yeah. I hadn't thought of it that way. That's like a perfect... Uh, it's a strange shift. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you're like living it and like... Just witnessing it. it. Yeah. yeah. Like they had ex- they had plans to build giant buildings sure. and like all the shit just because they had like a... Uh, I think they had a contract with like the national baseball stadiums or something. Uh, okay. And that's yeah. enough of like a Whole Foods for them yeah. where they were like cranking yeah. it. So I think they have holidays, you know, at certain mm-hmm. times of years. But, man, there'll be whole weeks where they won't be there. Damn. I'm like, this is fucking rough. <laughs> we're yeah. not. It's not my yeah. business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they were the craggly neighbors for a while, man. Yeah. And then they didn't realize we were using so much water and it was all on their bill. 
So fuck them, you know. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was good. But yeah. Yeah. Kelsey and Amanda are like at perpetual war with them, like yeah. literally and physically. It's so fun. It's just like interesting. We'll steal one another's mail. It's like uh, I'm excited to just fight cats and beavers. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be an upgrade. <laughs> it will be. It will be. All right. I digress constantly. So you're down in San Diego. Yes. Taking care of your dad. Yep. What then, was San Diego like in terms of like just that? So San Diego is where I grew up. So that's like home. Um, and I like have gone back to San Diego. So grew up in San Diego, got out of there as soon as I could. Yeah. actually went to San Francisco State. Um realized that was not for me. I dropped out a year later, went back to San Diego and went to hair school. What did you want to do in, in like, uh, the, you just wanted to go to school for anything in particular? I, I was studying journalism. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, I just was there and was like, no, this is not, it's this not is, it. I was paying my way and it was like, this is not it. I yeah. don't know what I want to do. I was just like sitting in classes. I'm like, none of this is, this is not a good use of my time. No. Um, so I decided I could get a skill, a trade skill and make a buck and figure it out, yeah. which was hairdressing. Um, so, and yeah, so I've like gone back in, to San Diego many times uh, since leaving. And it like, in many ways, my life would be easier if I just liked living in San Diego. Yeah. But I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> It's rough down there. It's too hot. It's, like, it's hot and like it, people are, you know, people are different in yeah. Southern California. It's I mean, we're all like Californians. So. Though. It's yeah. weird, man. Yeah, that, yeah. We went down to um, um, uh, El Diablo Run, like going down oh, into yeah. Baja, Mexico. Yep. And we have to go through like Temecula and San Diego and shit. Yep. And that place is fucking wild, man. Yeah. Like, not my favorite spot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No. I always say now it's nice. My mom's still down there. It's like a great place to go visit yeah. a couple times a year. And like, that's it. But um, so was in San Diego, then went to Belgium, came back from Belgium and like went to San Diego because it was like, that's the it. rug got pulled out from under me, and I was like, what am I going to do? So you were, like, deported from fucking that whole <laughs> scenario. Yeah. How You were there for two years? Three years. Three years. Wow. Spoke Dutch, had a job, had a house. <laughs> and I had, I got a, I even. Whole different life. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I had, a like, a lawyer who was like, you'll be fine. You're American. <laughs> you're paying taxes. Thanks you got a lawyer. house. You're <laughs> speaking the language. He's like. You'll be fine because I was like, should I hold out the two more years? Because yeah. once you hit five years, you're good. Yeah. Um, even if I, you know, was divorced at that point, I was like, should oh, I just hold that. on to it's this? It's two years of your life, and man. No like, way. And the lawyer's like, you'll be fine. I was like, all right, <laughs> fuck this then. I'm out. Yeah. And uh, cruised along just fine for a couple months and then got a letter in the mail asking me to leave which oh, at the shit. time at the yeah. time being from san diego that's when there was like ice deportations happening like crazy like down there yeah. and so for me to get like a very nicely written letter like saying please leave right in instead of being days, like rounded up yeah. you're like yeah. i guess i'll be like, on my fucking way yeah wow. and then i i really didn't know what i was gonna do um i didn't know where i was gonna live i, I traveled i was bartending down there i copywriting um has always gotten me through in turn like you know professionally um traveled all over the country trying to figure out where i was gonna go basically realized portland was not it for me um it was just too gray i just like looked back and i was like oh that was depression that's (laughs) that's what that was got it like as much as i don't like san diego it's in my like I grew up in the sun. Yeah, and anyway, yeah, so I was like, yeah, I can't yeah. do Portland. <clears throat> kind of tried to scout out a bunch of different places. Um, 
and decided on the Bay Area. Um, And I actually moved to Oakland Mm. in March of 2020. So like two weeks before everything shut down. Which is like probably the most radical time to be in something like uh, Oakland. It it was. And it, because I mean, it was empty. Yeah. Um, It was really interesting. And then went through this, like, it was me and the dog living in this tiny studio. This guy, this, her? Yeah. Me me and Ken's. It was just her and I. And it was like a hundred square foot studio that was like 1500 bucks a month. And I was like, what am I doing? Because I was like writing on this, I'll just get a job bartending. You yeah, know, you can always yeah, grab a job bartending and figure it out Especially from there. around here, man. Everybody loves a drink. Yeah, so. but everything shut down two weeks after we got there. And so I was like, well, there goes that plan. Right. Um, right. Got, so then I was like, all right, I'm going to go into the marketing thing. And once I realized, like, COVID's not going anywhere for a while, I was yeah. like, maybe it would be wise of me to get a job. Right. Like, actually, for once, like, have a real have job. A career path. <laughs> which I did not want to do. Yeah. Um, and luckily enough, I like knew of Michael Works. I was familiar with what they were doing. I knew they were in the Bay Area, and I like put it out there. I was like, I'm gonna work there one day. Yeah. And I got recruited for them. Some like recruiter hit me up on LinkedIn that was like, Hey, we're looking for someone. It's this interesting company, and she like started giving me the spiel because it's a very weird company to explain to someone that doesn't know or isn't yeah. familiar. And, you're and like, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. talking about? Because they always say like our client because they can't like disclose. It. And I just stopped her and I was like, Are you talking about Michael Works? Yeah. And she was like, Yes. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, sign me up. When can I interview? <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, oh, you're fine. He's that. taking a video. <laughs> it is. She caught you She's again. Like, you need yeah. to go go be friends with Mike. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so that was super cool. It was rad. I got in doing like social media marketing for them. Damn. So I would just like to say. Because you had some marketing yeah, background already. Ton- yeah, 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 yeah. And then. I had, when I lived in Belgium, I worked for Louis Vuitton, Mm -hmm. very weirdly. Many times in my life I've had, yeah, it's just, I'm like a punk kid from San Diego that has like lived in punk houses my whole life. And then the next thing you know, I'm living in Belgium and like taking high speed trains to Paris, like with Louis Vuitton drinking champagne. I'm just like, what? But it's just like right on, many of those moments where I'm like, I don't know how this happened, but we're just going to roll with it. Um, But so I had that experience of, of luxury had a strong personal interest in mushrooms unbeknownst to me when I took the job with Michael works, their first client that they partnered with was Hermes. Um, and so to them, they were like, you know, we were a perfect fit for each other. Cause they're like, here's a girl with marketing experience who like knows about mushrooms. So you weren't sure what is a weird mushroom lady, but also has luxury marketing experience. Yeah. So it was a great fit. Um, I will say anyone who might be listening to this, who might have like bitched at Michael Works Instagram for <laughs> trademarking the word reishi, that was me you were yelling at. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was like two years of people just being like, why'd you, you can't trademark that and a whole thing. But, um, well, what the fuck is that story? I didn't pay attention to it. I was like, Michael Works <laughs> make cool leather shit, I guess. So their, right? their material is called reishi, is it? Because they're oh, using Ganoderma. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. And is it spelled the same? Like yeah. Just, oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. contradiction. It that's is. That's crazy. Yes, yes, yes. And so they, their trademark only applies in terms of bio materials. Right. Not in terms of like right. other products. But it still was a thing that like greatly pissed off 
the mushroom community. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, I can get it. I can get both sides. And it's like, oh, but it was just, it's funny that I was the person that was getting yelled at for that. That's uh, interesting. But you were so the one cool. on social media yeah. just being like, yeah, sending yeah, yeah. little finger emojis back. And, yeah. In my mind, yeah. <laughs> but mind. like very, very politely like trying to explain <laughs> and, you know, um, people telling us like, you know, no one there knows about mushrooms and this yeah. and the other. And I'm like, there was like amazing mycologists working there, amazing engineers, amazing yeah. artists. Like Phil's super rad, you know, and like stuff yeah. he's done. And it was cool. It was really, really cool. I got to go and work in the, the lab with them and actually like, make some sheets. And yeah, sure. that was fun. And what did it um, look like back then compared to what it looks like now? Because they're like building a five hundred million yeah. dollar facility, right? Yep. So I left right as they had um, like started to break ground. It's in South Carolina. <coughs> oh, it is. Or, I no. thought it was. Yeah, it's in uh, South Union, South Carolina, is where their wow. huge facility is. Okay. Um, so it started as like a small basement, like Phil's art studio in the city in San Francisco. Yeah. I joined them in Emeryville, which was like a ten thousand square foot warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we mostly worked from home because that was in like 2020, 2021. Yeah. So it was a lot of like only people that were like really necessary in there were in there. Yeah. Um, and then we'd go in to kind of like, you know, shoot some photos, figure out some things to like share. And, sure. <laughs> um, it was small. I was the second person hired on the marketing team. Whoa. Um, there, I mean, they, they definitely like hired, like they started with the mycology team, the engineering team. Yeah. Um, and it was cool. It was small. There was, I think it was like num employee 40. Fuck. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And so they've grown massively. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what it looks like today, but I know they're hiring like tons of people out there in South Carolina. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if Phil knows from like what Sam was saying. Yeah. I think he's kind of like, uh, like he's not somebody who should be in control of that like right. I, i'm not somebody who should be in control of that same sort of weird art brain thing You're yeah like, what i don't know yeah just hire people i guess yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's an interesting thing like they got a ton of, i think a company hits a point where it's like how are we gonna do this yeah. are we gonna how are we gonna get capital um, and they, they did the smart thing, you know, of going the VC route and getting yeah. the investors for what they're doing. Yeah. They needed huge infusions of cash that like, well, that's a different like revolutionary it's totally, state. Yeah, yeah. It's not like ground mushrooms. It's no. very, very different. And there's a, so there's a lot that as a company like that grows yeah. and is getting that kind of, you know, investment yeah. from a variety of people that all have various interests, you know, it, it becomes a. A different yeah. thing and so i think yeah. it's got to be it's an interesting thing to build this out of your art practice yeah. into um a tangible and really exciting and like revolutionary material and technology um and then have to hit a point where it's like yeah you now are scaling this and it's like becomes what it becomes at that point yeah you know? did you see that when you were like or did you see it coming i guess when you're yeah. in that state of you know just being the marketing yeah. social media person yeah yeah and i mean and just being on the team and knowing what was happening in terms of like the collaborations they were working on and who we were partnering with and and yeah. all of the stuff in the pipeline that's like under wraps you know it's yeah, it's, right. it's a beast you know it's it becomes and everyone not everyone, a lot of people are really invested in mushrooms and in mycomaterials. And I think everyone, like we all have, like, I, this is what I think yeah. mushroom leather should and could be. And this is how I think it should do it. Yeah, um, yeah. But then to actually be the company that does it, it's, it's different. <laughs> you know, it it, there's a lot of 
market forces at play and yeah but i think they're they're doing it smartly for what it is and um yeah, they don't excited. seem like a fast-bearing company. Like, uh, yeah. they took their time. Ecovative had its challenges, I think, yeah. and still probably does. But it's it's hard to say, like, where the intelligence comes in and where it's just balls. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like, you're in a no-man's land. Right. I don't know. You're just going to go for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. When they had the main competitor was this other company called Bolt threads i think bolt material yeah. who's also in emeryville yeah they're, well they just they, they started stopped. selling the shit right well they did they and they just announced i think like two months ago that like they were having their they also do like a spider silk thing yeah. Yeah. a couple of different biomaterials and they said they were stopping on yeah. the the micro materials yeah because they built some other facility and their uh, all their shit came up for auction and yeah. it was like all over cmgn and stuff yeah uh, it's it's tricky what they're yeah. trying to do to make like a durable leather material out of mycelium is like yeah. I, it's you can make stuff that looks cool oh yeah um, but to make strong. stuff that's durable is that's the challenge and they're yeah. they're like singularly focused on that so yeah yeah, and I think it's an important sort of like, uh, I don't know, there's all sorts of polymer and plastic solutions for like car sure. interiors and shit, but like how much do we want to be relying on something that doesn't really value any other like renewable or, yeah. uh, you know, waste streams? It's yeah. just like generation, generation, generation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and that waste streams, now it's like at the point where I'm like, is oak a waste stream or have we just created a new demand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's a and massive it's like, waste stream still. <laughs> it is, I know. Luckily it is, but like I think yeah. that, I think those are, you know, the things I think about. Is yeah, like, yeah. You know. Well, I think when it comes down to it, those companies will find the better waste streams yeah. eventually yeah. because it'll be necessary for them, but out of necessity, out of necessity becomes this like um, desire to be more innovative than they already yeah. are. And they can be like, wow, there's a lot of this like hyper toxic material that we can turn into not toxic and then utilize or yeah. whatever it is. I'm sure that that's who will like sort of take on those challenges. Yeah. But from the food standpoint, it's like a different animal. And mm -hmm. I've been talking to Sam about it at Michael Micah. He's like very interested uh, and had this difficult transition from like doing the like mushrooms for food versus mm -hmm. like sculptural versus mm -hmm. this leather thing. Because you're treating them completely different from yeah. one another. One yeah, you're yeah. ingesting, one you're just like making something, but they're the same thing. Yeah. So like that's weird. It you is. Know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a real challenge to figure out like what can it work, you know? Oh, the battle is brewing. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. They're gonna they battle royale like all day. Yeah, yeah. It's that's great. their game. That's no, <laughs> but it is. I mean, that's what's so weird and cool about. Yeah fungi kingdom is like it is this like yeah. it still feels like the wild west you yeah, know in a lot of is. ways it's like super unknown yeah you got crazy fucking people like jetting to jamaica right now to set up cube growers and it's just like this is fucking unreal man yeah and then they come back here and they're like well that was an adventure you know yeah and then they're just stuck in the same world they were in before you yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's a trip but it's a cool one so was my so MicroWorks is your first experience like in a mushroom related environment like professionally, professionally. Yeah. yeah yeah yep 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 and then what did you do did you work in other farms or did you like sort of dip out of that because you were just like I'm done yeah. so it's I I volunteered a ton working on various farms yeah. there's actually um, there's a documentary called Occupy the Farm that came out 
It sounds familiar. It was, yeah. they have a big farm. It's called the Guild Track Farm down by UC Berkeley. Um, and it was this land battle between the city of Berkeley, UC Berkeley, and it's land that's been farmed. I was volunteering there for a long time. Yeah. Up in Portland, I volunteered a ton with um, an organization called Growing Gardens. So oh, we okay. would go yeah. and put uh, backyard veggie gardens in people's yeah. and then work with them on a three year term to be a mentor and um, you're like, this is the lasagna method. It, like, exactly what, what we would do is lasagna gardens. Yeah, yep. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> and then work with them through, it was, it was a cool model. I think to like, it's one thing to go put a garden in someone's backyard and then be like, okay, bye, have fun. Right. But we would work with a family for three years to go through oh, those three like seasons cycle, yeah. um, and actually like help them like refine and get to a place where they were confident in, in growing food. Wow. Um, so I, I've had a ton of those experiences really just through food and vegetable gardening. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say farming at all because it's so small scale what I've done in terms of food production that but way. It impacts people in a more direct way. And yeah. It's hard to like gauge people's um, long-term interest in it unless they try it in a backyard. Yeah. And realize how much you can actually grow in a backyard totally. is like substantial. Yeah. But man, like I see people farm all the time. And I'm like, fuck, I hate farming so much. Like I just won't do it. Yeah. So it's a trip. Like, you know, I'll weed a garden occasionally, but like, uh, I hate it so much. Yeah. Just because I did it for so long. Yeah. I was like, oh God, this yeah. is like painful. I remember just drinking whiskey, like harvesting all morning, you know, yep. drive to markets everywhere, set up. Yeah. And you're just hammered by the end of the market. And you're yeah. like, you want a tomato? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah i don't know it's not the same excitement you know no. it's like mushrooms are growing other things right 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 right. but i bet setting up backyards and yeah. sort of engaging with like people to realize you can utilize these methods and do yeah. something cool yeah. that's pretty rad yeah that was all volunteer all volunteer yeah never have had done any professional yeah food anything mushrooms otherwise yeah yeah that's cool yeah yeah. yeah. So you came out of Microworks. Came out of Microworks. I got uh, pulled away from them. Pure capitalistic. Like knew it. I knew at that point. Like okay, I'm gonna do a mushroom farm. Um, yeah. And we're just trying to figure out how I was gonna make that happen. Yeah. Um, and I got recruited away um, by another company that will remain unnamed because it was awful, and I don't know that I have anything nice to say. Um, another mushroom company no oh, okay, no no, okay, no okay. just another company just another, another food company, company. Yep. yeah yep. Um, there's plenty of shitty ones out there yeah. So, yeah but they they paid me well they that enabled me to buy this house yep. which was like I, I hit this point i was looking at some warehouses in oakland and yeah seeing if that made sense and i kind of like i think knowing myself um and my tendencies was like man i'm gonna take out a huge loan and i'm gonna blow all of my money on something that could all just go tits up at any moment yeah. so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna buy a house somewhere that has a little bit of a yard that i can like start out in and yeah. then have this as my safety net this was like my gift to myself of like okay now you can blow all the money just like don't lose the house because yeah. yeah, this yeah, is like yeah, my yeah. insurance policy <laughs> <Hell yeah>. um <laughs> and so here we are you know but i it was through a process of like talking to um some like business development people in Oakland and trying to see what my options were. And that was a good lesson. I think in like not talking to business people and like really relying more on mushroom people in terms of like what I needed to do to start. 
Um, that's a very wild world to come from to yeah. then start to build a farm. Nobody yeah. has, that's a fucking crazy route. Yeah. yeah. And I had these people that were like, oh, you know, we'll support you and we'll be consultants. And they came back, you know, <laughs> and they're talking this big game, like, we're going to help you start your small yeah. business. And we have experience with farming. And then after a first month and they're like wanting to give me a huge invoice. And, I'm like, oh, yeah. and they're like, have you heard of Paul Stamen? <clears throat> oh, Do you think right, that mushroom right. farming qualifies as vertical farming? Because I think the USDA has lots of grants for vertical farming and I was like oh my god I didn't even realize like you're yeah. starting like you don't you're not, no, ah, you're not like you can't help me because you no. need to get up to speed to like the basic things of like what I actually need is like how do I get an affordable HVAC person right how do I figure out how to build an HVAC system on my own yeah. like that's what I need not like someone yeah. charging me thousands of dollars to be like so have you thought about vertical like, farming <laughs> Yeah, exactly. that was a good lesson yeah uh, and that's yeah. what led me to this house i found this thing and it was yeah like i said kind of falling apart and yeah had a lot of issues um and the plan was fix the bathroom fix the kitchen yep. and then gut the garage and then like do the mushroom farm thing and so the bathroom is halfway done the kitchen's not really been touched too much and then this woman i met was selling her little operation and um you had no mushroom farm stuff here at that time it was just like uh no yeah yeah it was dreamy still yeah i had a flow hood because i've done little stuff you know um but no that was it um and it was i mean it's still not like i never would have guessed this is how it would go down but meeting (laughs) this woman that was selling her farm um the allure of it was she's in one of the best farmers markets in the area because it's, it's competitive. It's not competitive, but I mean, there's a lot of mushroom farmers here. There's a lot of markets. There's a lot of markets. There's yeah. a lot of interest. There's a lot of bad markets. And she yeah. over the last two years was able to kind of like rise through the ranks of the shitty markets. Yeah. So I saw taking hers over as opposed to starting my own is like <laughs> inheriting that hard work that she's done and I'm like standing on her shoulders in that way yeah. but she got in there's a group here called um, AIM they put on amazing markets and they do it's mm. Agricultural Institute of Marin which is the county just south of here and they operate markets all over the bay and wow. um, I had to do like an integrity interview with them <laughs> where they so came like, to like oh, you're not a crazy farmer oh, all right. well they just are asking you about like farming methods they prioritize like organics too so yeah. if you're not organic they like want to ask you a lot of questions and I'm right. like I'm not going to pay for an organic certification at this scale. Like that's not a thing. I'm growing 120 pounds of mushrooms a week. Like it's not a thing yet. But, um, yeah, she was in with them. And so that was like the hook for me. Um, and she's got two wholesale, she has set up two wholesale accounts, one at Berkeley bowl, which is like a phenomenal grocery store, um, in Monterey market down in Berkeley. And so was able to kind of take those over and yeah, really just like getting to pick up where she left off. She was done. It was hilarious when we like signed. both of us are like, these. how did you meet this woman? I met her at a market. At a market. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, And I started, I started following her on Instagram or whatever, bought some mushrooms from her. She's young too. And she was KM Mushrooms or no? You no, no, she was, it, it, was, okay, it had a different name. Yeah. Um, and she's young. She's like in her early 20s and <laughs> she started doing it in the pandemic just because she didn't have a job and like didn't realize she could do it. Um, didn't really like mushrooms herself at all. It was just like awesome. 
um, and made it happen and hit a point where she's like, I'm done. I'm going to grad school. She got into like Harvard. She's moving back East. No way. And when we signed this hilarious contract that we wrote up, cause both of us are kind of like fly by the seat of our pants, like, <clears throat> like what, yeah, what skewing is towards the anarchist, <laughs> like whatever, like fuck all of this. Just take it and go. Yeah. Yeah. Much. yeah. And so, but yeah. we like, just, she like drew up a thing, whatever we signed it. And as soon as it was like signed and I gave her like a little bit of money that she wanted, she was like, okay, so now I can tell you how shitty this is going to be. Oh, she was like, girl. she was so burnt out on like mushroom farming and like, yeah, just was like yeah. burnt out. And she, I mean, it was it was pretty wild what she was doing. Uh, and she was like in a greenhouse and yeah. just like growing some namacos out of like pure trichoderma blocks and just wild. Man. Yeah. It's it's really hard when you don't have a baseline. Like a lot of yeah. people didn't know over the pandemic. And I we got so many calls and so many emails from people wanting to start farms. Like starting like four or five years before the pandemic and then mm-hmm. all through it it was just chaos. But the amount of people became very like um uh, not daunting but uh, assumable you were like sure. okay i can pretty much tell if somebody's gonna like make this happen or not with a few questions but then there's always the people who surprise you and you're yeah. like what in the fuck they just like uh, they were going from ordering like 50 blocks a week to yeah. like six pallets and yeah. you're like <laughs> i didn't see that coming yeah. you know like yeah. you just don't know yeah. You know? yeah and then you go and visit them and you you figure their story out and yeah you're like, oh it's all right this makes sense yeah so it's very much happenstance, like how you succeed. Totally. And I, how much you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that phone call with Tyler when I like wrote you guys the email of like, hey, I want to start getting spawned from you. I'm taking over this thing. And Yeah, you were one of the ones I would never know. I just was like, who's the fucking motherfucking farm, man? No, yeah, yes, yeah. I am that proverbial yeah. farm that pops up out of nowhere. That's great, though. Yeah, but I am sure like based on the phone call I had with Tyler, I'm, I'm, I guarantee I'm on the list, uh, his list of like that farm's not gonna fucking last <laughs> she's oh, doomed but so uh we'll see he's got more faith in people than yeah. i do sometimes he's awesome yeah, yeah 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 he'll try and work shit out until the bitter end and yeah like, we have a farm right now is up in canada and like they're experiencing all this bacterial issues and they're they're like just it's in your spawn it's in your spawn i'm like all right well we sell a lot yeah. of spawn and it's like chances are if it is it's coming through transportation like sector and if it's getting too hot there's a lot of things we can do, but yeah. past the point, people in scale get so scared sure. that sure. they just like freak the fuck out yeah. and either demand refunds or they don't want to come up with a solution if it's a little more money uh, shipping wise or whatever. Yeah. So there is this radical switch where you're like, it's so fun to help a lot of farms who are very enthusiastic. And then the minute they get to that scared level, it's like all of a sudden the conversation changes and the relationship's like fucked up and you're yeah. like, whoa. So I don't think any of us have figured out any way of dealing with those sure. like large jumps other than to just like hear them out and try and do what we can for them. Yeah. And I feel like our whole job and role is just to bail farms out all the time, which is like, all right, I don't, I don't really have a problem with it. It's kind of interesting. Sounds exhausting though, but yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just hundreds of farms like with problems that have out nothing really to do with us, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, huh, all right, we'll yeah. figure this out. You know, <laughs> the, the, Points of failure, of potential failure, are yeah. infinite. Oh, my God. <laughs> mushroom farm. Wild. So it's like when it starts failing, it's like there yeah. really are like. And the solutions are like, you know, yes. it's a pyramidal like shape. And you're like this, the closer you get to the solution, the more shit you fucking altered. Yeah. And you're like really trying to figure out if you just messed yourself up for the long run. Right. 
So it's scary, but on the small scale, there are certain things you can do to really like nail it down and, uh, and make sure that you're consistent enough. Yep. So when you go somewhere else, you know what you're looking for. Yep. And I wish so much it'd be like an ideal way to just like publish videos of consultations from people of like different scales totally. to like get people to be like, Oh shit. I would have never like thought about electric or, yeah. Oh, this building has 480. That's so much better. Yeah. Why is it so much better? There's right. a lot of reasons, you know, it's yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. that's the stuff that's all a mystery. And like, yeah, that's yeah. The, those are the big question marks that it's like, yeah. oh, <clears throat> but then you start to yeah. dig deeper into the rabbit hole and figure it out. Yeah. Which is also like not easy. I'll say it as a lady, you know, like, and that's what right. I would love to see more ladies doing it and not like, yeah, not yeah. like mushroom farmers wives or girlfriends but like straight up right. i'd want to see some more badass women yeah, mushroom farmers it figuring it out because you can none of them but yeah. they're like they're at different scales and different like um uh levels of investment into whatever they're building sure. you know sure and they're great but i do think uh there is this like harsh reality to it when they get into it that there's if you if i think there's a conversation on cmgn about it maybe are you on cmgn no, oh, I'm not like not on Facebook. Or, okay, yeah. Well, it's just the only reason to be on Facebook for me is that one group, and yeah. it's kind of what everybody came out of, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I know everybody in yeah. the fucking industry is just because of that. And uh, it's remarkable because there's been a few other women. Um, Yimena, do you know mm -hmm. her from, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, New Mexico? She was like advocating for looking for like more women cultivators, and she's a fucking badass, yeah. man. Like, and what she has built is insane. Yeah, single handedly. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's got her dad, and I don't think her boyfriend or husband has any fucking thing to do with it at yeah. all. I don't think he cares. And she's just like slaving away, and I'm like, this is fucking wild, man. Like, yeah. your spawn orders just keep growing. Everything you're building is like weird because it's Adobe in the yeah. fucking middle of New Mexico. <laughs> Like what? So they're out there, yeah. But it's, I don't know. Yeah. How do how do you how would you see that it would be nicer or easier to have more women? In well, I just involved? think I don't know. I mean, I think it would make it seem more po like the more there are, the more possible it seems, and yeah, because it is yeah. daunting. I think I come from like riding bicycles turned into riding scooters turned into riding motorcycles, which all of that comes with like learning how to tinker on things and fix little things and like get over that, that yeah. I didn't have a ton of exposure to before Yeah, those yeah. hobbies, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think that that makes it seem overwhelming, but it's really not like figuring out like little plumbing and electrical things is totally within reach. Yeah, There's just a fuck ton of jargon to cut through. Yeah, um, And I think that that can feel like a, a barrier yeah. to some people. And I think that the more people there are doing it, the less intimidating that barrier might be. Yeah. Um, and I just think that it's, yeah, I think ladies bring interesting solutions to problems and just different yeah. ways of looking at things a lot and like a different way of getting shit done in a different way. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome. I love like the f I've ever since like, uh, it's the most cliche of learning about it, but you know, you are what you are in terms of like a sex, you can't do yeah, anything. Totally. Right? So yeah, I was reading or listening to some audio interview or something of, uh, I forget the guy's name who started Patagonia, but like, you know, that's yeah. almost 70% woman run yeah. and managed mostly. Yeah. And like there's daycares that are connected to like the actual facility like things that most companies don't like look at or give a shit about. And, uh, I think I was talking 
to it with uh, talking about it with Kelly, who used to do all of our media stuff, who's, mm-hmm. you know, Mike and Mai's longtime friend. And uh, she's like, dude, you're like, I forget what it is. It was like 50, 40 or 50% female. Like, yes. and I was like, oh shit. I was like, it's kind of weird. Like, I didn't really think about it, right. but like, it's a, they're in all of the women that work for me are in that like crazy uh, stance of like figuring stuff out all the time. Like they have that like yeah. insane cog, yeah. whatever that is, that isn't like, uh, you can't train that into no. people, you know, you just have it. Yeah. So it'd be really cool to connect those dots and see what the other businesses kind of look like. Totally. Cause it doesn't matter if you can't like lift 50 pounds a thousand times in a row. I, and, so. but you also can, and all, like I've talked to some people in, in the mushroom industry who are like, Oh, well, are you sure you can pick up a 40 pound bag? And I'm like, really? Fuck you, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. That's her question. Someone asked me that, like, are you sure you can lift 40 pound bags? And I was like, yeah, 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 sure can. I know that I can't lift the barrels that <laughs> go into our grain like, mix. So oh I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I was like, and I'm like, hold it together. <laughs> right, right, right. Don't, right. don't let your angry pissed off. Like, just, right. just let it roll off your back. Cause yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, appreciate yeah. them spinning. Thanks so much for the concern. I totally can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's little things like that where you're just like, fuck you, but whatever. There's right. lots of female ranchers. Lots totally. Of Farmers, yeah, yeah, yeah. like people yeah. doing crazy shit. It blows shit. my mind sometimes. Yeah. But so my partner, he, um, he'll help out. He's great. He'll come shake bags with me in the lab. Yeah. I'll like <laughs> knock up a batch of 18 and then he'll come and help me shake. And, shake him up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's super interested, but he's busy, you yeah, know, but he'll yeah. come to the markets with me sometimes on the weekend. And it's always interesting to see that <laughs> dynamic yeah. because people like, the 45 year old men will like gravitate to him yeah. immediately to like ask him a question. And you know, the people like want to show a picture of a mushroom they saw while they're oh, foraging. Yeah, and yeah. he's like, I don't know anything. That like, looks like a dick. Ask her. Like, and he's know. like, yeah. ask her. And you can just see this weird resistance where they're like, oh, but wait, you you're, miss? you're not the one running the year. It's yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's like, it is what it is. And then just try to have a great conversation with them to like it's remind tough, them man. that like, yeah, ladies know this shit too. Yeah. I know a thing or two too. Oh man. When my late wife got into the motorcycle mechanic world, she was, uh, uh, doing mechanics at the, she was, you know, learning before going to like MMI. Yeah. You know, MMI. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So she, uh, she was working a shop, Phoenix Cycle Shop, and she had a number of customers that would come in there, and they would take Steve or Dave, who like owned Phoenix Cycle Shops in uh, in Westbrook, Maine, uh, side, and be like, "Just don't let her touch my fucking bike, or I will never come back here." And she's like standing right there, like, "Fuck you!" you yeah, know, just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, but there's this mentality that yeah. I, I guess I don't like yeah. understand it or see it, so I just kind of am like, "Oh, that's fucked up." Yeah, but yeah. I'm not in that position. So. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's not everyone, of course, but it's just like when those happen. Yeah, I, if anything, you just learn terrible. to laugh at it. You just learn to be like, I'm always like, and if anything, yeah. like I'm like, no, no, <laughs> like that guy, I'm like, no, he knows. He's yeah, the one you want to talk. Yeah. Just don't fuck with him. Like, oh, don't yeah, ask, yeah, don't yeah, ask yeah. me about what mushroom you saw I'm in the woods. Just a woman. <laughs> I'm just anything. a little lady. I know yeah. nothing about mushrooms. I'm here yeah. helping him. You know, if anything, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I talk to him. That's all right, well, we should make a general list of all female <laughs> cultivators and just make that sure everybody like flies to one area or does something cool. Uh, That's the funniest part. There was that list a long time ago that's still kind of relevant, but not, Mm -hmm. but it was that mushroom growers newsletter site. 
I don't know how updated it is, but there's so many more farms now. Yeah. But it'd be rad to build like an actual ledger of like yeah. who's out there, who the owner is. Well, and I would love that too because I mean I do markets in San Francisco, and that's one thing we've got a high, especially right now in the summer. Tons of tourists come through, and you'll yeah, hear people be like, "Who've yeah, never yeah. seen a lion's mane before?" And they're like, "I wish <laughs> I could see. I wish I could get that." And I'm like, "Well, where do you live?" And yeah. they'll tell me, you know, like I'm Go in, there. and it, uh, you know, the ones I know are. I always am like, "There is a farmer there. Check them out." But it, like mm. that'd be so cool to like have that, and it's. Yeah. But that's something with micro wizards too is like hearing people from all over and like yeah it starts to like stitch together and you're like okay, you can find this the web here yeah for well, sure it's also sussing out crazy because like yeah. you just have a general list and i know a lot of cultivators so i wouldn't fucking talk to if you sure. paid me you know it's sure. just like you're out of your fucking mind yeah just personalities that are like bad personalities yeah. it's like oh if I have to spend any more time in Pennsylvania, I'll be very careful like who to <laughs> interact with down there. But it's just because it's old school cats, yeah. you know? And they're like, first of all, no, women are like only in like harvesting rooms. Like that's it. They're yeah. playing with knives. They're not lugging blocks or right. riding fucking forklifts around, which is dumb, yeah. you know? Yeah. But you guys also have like a fair amount of like Mexican labor on that side down here. Sure. And I've seen, I mean, that was an interesting balance just to see it far west. And Kyle's like so rad. Dude. He just interacts with everybody. Yeah. Whereas in like PA, they're like, just treat them all like shit, you know? Yeah. And it's crazy to me to like see these dynamics coast to coast. But um, but that was a fairly large split of like women and men, both in the labs and the production Bad as ass. well as in like, yeah. Maybe it was just me not really like seeing it clearly, but. Sure. But it was, it's a dynamic you kind of have to think about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So as you build this, is that your goal is to like make it more uh, female centric in terms of like who you want to hire, who you want to. I mean, I would love to. It doesn't, I don't think it does. I think it's more, that's something I think about a lot of like, what, what do I want and need out of someone to help me, you know? And like, what, what does that look like? And I think it's there's so much of the just repetitiveness. Yeah. So I think that's like being resilient and able to like do repetitive things, I think is more important than anything else (laughs) and be like observant and be aware and like be able to catch things and like be dialed in a little bit. I think that's probably like trumps anything else in terms of like personality trait or, you know, what I think would be important. But yeah, I think about that a lot. I can't wait till the day I get to hire someone to come yeah. in and help. That'll be a huge game changer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have you managed groups of people before? I have. Yeah. Never like my own employees, but yeah. Just like groups, yeah. yeah. I never had, and I was like, man, I don't know if I'm good at this at all. It's like a fucking scary thing if you never have, but you've got it. You've got the experience. I, who, you'd have to ask the people I've managed if I'm good at it, though. <laughs> You're like, we own the name Rishi, and fuck everybody who says otherwise. It's fine. Yeah. No, the job I went to after that, I, I had you know, a number of people. And, yeah, uh, yeah. It's hard. But it's like, people are, people are people. They are. Everyone's got a similar chip on their shoulder. And part of me, like, I, I relate to that where I'm like, yeah, you should be fucking pissed. You probably aren't yeah. getting paid enough. You probably are doing some grunt work. Like, your dissatisfaction is incredibly fucking valid. But as the person in charge of you, like, eh, yeah, like yeah. this is what you got this on offer. They like classic oh. middle management shit. So Jeez. it'll be a little bit different when it's like yeah. I'm. And that's important to me to think about, though, is just like people get treated like shit by their employers. And I yeah. don't ever want to be that. 
you well, know? I think it's challenging then how people go about hiring and like, yeah. obviously you're not there yet, but like if there's any advice we ever like should have learned from ourselves or other people is just trial runs yeah. for people. Yep. It's like, fuck man, you put somebody in like a position of like being in every component of a production cycle or just fruiting or whatever. <laughs> And they'll tell you immediately by just being like, I'm out, you know, yeah. and they'll just run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you missing something? Are you good? Oh, batteries. batteries just yeah, going. yeah. I think it's those cheap fucking batteries. <sighs> Every time. Well, they also, I mean, they weren't charged quite all the way. Oh, that's <sighs> true too. Yeah. This is the hardest part of being on the road is like, uh, yeah. advertising shit. You're like, how many USB-Cs do we have? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we have, like minimal equipment, but now it's four trips back to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long are you guys on the road right now? Uh, 15 days or nice. something like that okay so, and so you started down in san diego yeah so we started in uh I, I flew into la he was out here for a wedding and then uh we went to um carlsbad carlsbad first was um that was do you know uh were you in the shroomery world at all no okay shroomery rose is full of these characters yeah. right obviously they're just screen names my only reason for traveling around initially was just like, I want to find all the fucking screen names, you know? Sure. Because, like, I want to know these people. I've been conversating with them for decades. Yeah. And, like, you come up with the coolest concepts together, but you're, like, sitting there in your underwear in your room at, like, midnight. Totally. Just being like, ah, fuck, who is this guy, you know? So Lipa is Sam, and Sam is Ohm, or not Ohm, is Ohm, but yeah. he works for them now. And uh, Steve and... Um, uh, Sandra, I didn't meet Sandra, but okay. the two of them started home and she's another like mushroom person. Yeah. She's like fucking from a totally different level of money in that world. Sure. But, uh, yeah, we started there cause, uh, they've been a huge asset to us and vice versa and sharing ideas and cultures and for a company of that scale, for them to have this sort of liberal, more liberal sense of sharing and, sure. and concepts, yeah. you know, exchange doesn't exist no. like no so yeah can we see everything there no you yeah. know do i show everybody everything yes does yeah. kyle yes so there's different camps yeah but they're also in this weird nutraceutical world which it's a little different, different than fresh mushrooms right and especially yeah. right now that's like if fresh mushrooms are booming at damn, oh, the nutraceuticals yeah. are like booming 10x yeah you know so mm -hmm. i can understand to a certain you know i definitely am like pro open source like everything yeah, but i also yeah. totally understand that like the world we're living in that yeah. doesn't make sense for everyone no and it's you know not up to those people sometimes and i've gotten to that point where i'm like wow man if we like pulled in an investor like i, I couldn't necessarily just do this right. you know and like share whatever the fuck i want i probably right. would anyways but yeah, yeah. I'll get kicked out of my own company at that point. Exactly <laughs> so, right. <laughs> but I don't see it that way. I just see it as like, why are you, why, why is there a threat here? Yes, yeah. there's Asian countries that are completely at capacity for mushroom production just based on mouths who want to eat the yeah. fucking product, but we're not even close, right? No. Not even close. No. So trying to like figure out those inroads into these bigger companies through these like screen names yeah. that were just nerds back 20 years ago is fun. That's awesome. So, yeah. So we started there. Uh, then we came up and uh, who do we hang out with next? Shit. My brain. Chris. That was Mighty Cap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, he partnered up with a dude. Not partnered, but hired on a dude. Uh, Brendan's Gourmet Mushrooms. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Brendan was huge. Like, yeah. I mean, I go way back. So I had never met him. <laughs> He's a quiet kind of like... Uh, you know, salty character, but I fucking love him. Like, yeah. it's great. And Chris is the excitement. Um, and that was really fucking cool to sort of see what they were up to. 
and they have a lot of plans of expansion and there's a lot to learn from places like yeah. that so you can go visit yeah, yeah. them and go visit kyle over and over yeah and uh yeah and then we went to kyle um now we're here and then we're gonna go i have a friend who made a painting from years ago up in like uh, uh i forget the name of the town will it Oh yeah, Willits. Yeah, that's yeah. not far up the road. <clears throat> yeah, so we're gonna cruise up there tonight, and then up to Neil Brent, Columbia. Yeah. I already did an interview with him, but you know, last time I was over here visiting Roger Rabbit, uh, he was like so pissed I didn't make it down there. I was like, I'm sorry, man. You're not Roger Rabbit, dude. <laughs> and then uh, and he's then, in Hood from, River, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Oh, it's geez, awesome dude. I, Oregon's like it is. It's a different planet. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool to yeah. hang out with him. And then up to Seattle to yeah. hang out with Roger Rabbit. And there's a guy in between there who's starting a mushroom festival in Seattle uh, that we'll meet up with. And that's it. And then we'll fly home. But And I snuck on the roster somehow, which I still don't even yeah. understand. Now. This is like sitting on a high-speed train with Louis Vuitton going to Paris, sipping champagne, where I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck did I end up here? And now I'm sitting wow. here with you, and I'm like, <laughs> that's a compliment. how the fuck did I end up here? But I'm just going with it. This is rad. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, I think this is a good, like, uh, it's a poignant interview to point out the fact that, like, farms that I've often reached out to, yeah. that I'm like, oh, I'm intrigued by what's going on here. They're like, I got nothing to say. Yeah. Like, Brandon and Janowski said that for fucking two decades. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I'm like, yeah. come on, man. And still, he's very cut off and quiet, you know, and shy. I respect that for sure. But what I really try to do is push people out of that comfort zone. Sure. And if they say, yeah, like you did, then I'm like, we're fucking going. Like, because <laughs> you never get yes, you know, from people who are terrified to be growing in their house and like share oh, that with anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, oh, God, he's going to take one look at this fruiting room and be like, this chick is fucking out of her mind no, insane. No way, man. <laughs> well, yeah, you are. But yeah, like, yeah. So are the rest yeah, of us. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, man. I keep saying, too, like, with this setup in the, the time of year it is, yeah, it's like training is... for an, a marathon at elevation. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I'm, I'm earning my first stripes this in, like, the speed. least ideal way. And it's going well, you know? I'm, like, yeah. doing these three markets. They're, this place that I'm in with, this AIM that I inherited, they're awesome. They off, they've got a whole grant writing team, and so there's a bunch of resources they bring, so... So you inherited good about, AIM from the yeah. original founder of this CIA. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's great. So it's <clears> going to be huge for me, I think, of like what they can do. And they just like, they've got a ton of amazing farms they work with, tons of programs they do. And yeah, it's, it's bananas. Yeah. So do you have ideas in terms of like what you want to see this turn into outside of here without going crazy into like, you're like, like, I don't know if it looks like this or if it looks like this. We all well, do Well, I mean, I want to produce more. The, I want to, yeah. I mean, the next step will be restaurants because I'm just doing the markets right gotcha. now. So that'll be huge, I think, for me to get into a few restaurants up around here, oh, which there's yeah. tons that are booming. And there's a really interesting, like, food scene, for lack of a in better Santa term Rosa here. In particular? In, in, like, the North Bay area, like, in Sonoma County. Gotcha. Sonoma County is very proud of its, its agriculture. And this yeah. is definitely, like, an agriculture county. And... Um, it's very dominated by wine. Yeah, I was in Cloverdale for like oh. four months a long time ago. Okay. Like that's, I think, is that's, that's still Sonoma County? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, like yeah. the very, like right on the border of Mendo. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting up yeah. there. It's weird. How long ago was that? <clears throat> 2000 and... 
Six, okay, it's it's like a yeah. totally different place now. Yeah, it's obviously. like it was scary back then. Dude. Yeah. It was a trip. It still has like, some of that. But, it does. Oh, yeah. good, good. But it's also like yeah, it's 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 yeah. fancied up a little bit. Like everywhere feels like it has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I think that wine too back then it was such a like uh, there's like this kind of bougie nature to it, but it was a lot of old school like hippie types that were just falling in the like footsteps of whatever acid trip they're still on yep and they were interesting but very like california i don't know i landed there and was like these people are fucking ridiculous man oh yeah <laughs> like what the fuck is california happening california is like awful yeah <laughs> i remember even back then just mentioning some like like uh sasha shulgin like nobody knew any yeah. of these people were back then now it's like a common name yeah but i remember this like vine owner like turning or that vineyard owner turning around looking at me and was like you know who sasha shulgin is and i was like yeah i don't know him but yeah. i was like yeah but yes and he's like wow and all of a sudden, like, there's this spark of this uber wealthy fucking vineyard fifth generation asshole and I talking about, like, weird psychedelic drugs. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I can figure my way in here yeah, now. Yeah. I didn't anticipate that. But, yeah. uh, all right. <laughs> yep. But it's a weird, weird area. It is. <clears throat> yeah. It is. But that's next, I'd say, is get up. Like, I know the thousand pounds is the benchmark, a thousand pounds a week, but I'd say it's right now, number, it is, it is. And I think mm, Michael right now is to get to that like 500 yeah. in a little warehouse space that, that has room to grow out into it, Yeah, hang out there for a while, um, and then see. And see where it goes. Yep. Yeah, it's so important to just like have those benchmarks. Yeah. It's like the only thing that keeps us going yep. you know, is having any capacity over what we do now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, and I'm just trying to like remember it's when I quit this job, that'll unlock a ton for me just to have more hours in the day and like not be so tired all the time and like pay yeah. attention because I'm like, there's so much to learn right now in this <clears throat> phase and like going through this like in ideal fruiting and incubation scenario, I'm learning a ton, you know, and I like want to stay at like attuned to like what I'm observing. Yeah. Um, and, and, take something from it so well it's also like an oasis for you right now yeah i remember that feeling yeah i was like repoing cars not cars repoing furniture for like rent center places yeah. and delivering bread early morning and then farming all night and then sign painting just to like keep making yeah. bills you know and it's like that fucking you never forget that stuff right because like this you were like all right this is the oasis it right? is all right this is, is my nerd time yeah. and back then nobody gave a fuck about it no so it was even I better can't. yeah yeah, <laughs> I, was, I don't know, but you can still hide away here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And talk to my mushrooms, and yeah, and they start growing for me. Yeah, building our working relationship together. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> there's lots of uh, lots of conversations to be had. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll make you feel a little insane, I think, at times. Oh, I mean, that's nothing new for me. Yeah, I think I can hold on to that sense yeah. of insanity pretty well. Which is <laughs> lived good. in Belgium with the yeah. Louis Vuitton world for a long time. Yeah, that's wild, man. That was Jesus. That was a trip. Yeah. That was I've, a different life. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't either. And do I like feel did worlds it. away from it now? Or is I it, do. Yeah. yeah. It was like a strange blip. I still have I've got a couple of really good friends I made there. Oh, that's cool. Um and so we're still in touch and 
But when I like hear what they're, they kind of like, you know, want to <laughs> tell me about what's going on. I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I ever like thought about that. I'm like, oh, yeah. They're like, oh, well, the menswear 23 fashion show. And I'm like, oh my God, like what? You're like, wow. <laughs> like, oh yeah, that's how time was measured was in like, oh, what new collections coming out of like luxury goods. And I'm like, that's just yeah. so not um, something that keeps my interest in any way, but yeah. it was like, you know, very present in like, this is what I'm doing for work day in, day out. And I'm like, I'm so glad that's not how I'm measuring the passage of time anymore. <laughs> I fucking love this transition <laughs> though, man. From like that to microworks to your backyard farm is like, yeah. you just spiraled in the opposite fucking direction. Yes, of what most people would aspire to. Yeah, which yeah. is like, but it makes sense. Like, and it makes sense to me. It like, makes that's, sense to me. Fuck yeah. My life satisfaction is going to be much higher here even if yeah. i am like you know chained to the farm and yeah at least i'll be happy at least yeah. it's mine at least yeah. it's something i give a shit about you know yeah so. i think that's the thing that stays in your head when you're building these companies or concepts or trying to grow anything is uh preserve you know preservation of that like focus and happiness even if you're working 20 times as hard yeah it's just the fact that yeah you don't have to talk to somebody else about some dumb fucking piece of like clothing that you don't care about and will never wear you know <laughs> yeah just yeah. have to sling them pink oysters instead oh no that's the only downside i saw a couple of those in there i was like Ooh. well just earlier today uh, i was out harvesting and i harvested like 25 pounds of um thanks people yeah. love them I don't, people are wrong that's all are. i say yeah my partner he loves them does he yeah it blows my fucking mind what has he tried every other type of mushroom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. He's, yeah, I'm just like, great. You, yeah, Where okay. is he? You should bastardize. You just fucking yell at him. Just like, no. I oh, just, okay. even like the smell of them makes me get a little like. Oh, it's terrible, man. Whoop. Yeah. That's like uh, worse than the rotten mataki smell. Oh. Like, and that's bad. Yeah. That's like low tide just died. Oh. You're like, oh, fuck. Uh, you know that smell. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we like used to, I had Dunk was like importing uh, maitake from Shogun, I think, up in Canada. This is like years and years ago. So they wouldn't deliver to him, but they would deliver to us. <clears throat> so we would just put them in our walk-in for him. Yeah. And a couple times they sent down some like containers uh. that were fucking nasty. And I was like, Dunk, your shit is outside and 80 degrees. I'm not fucking putting that in my warehouse. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it is. It's the crowning jewel of cultivators, so. I mean, is it? I guess so. I hope that it's not for you, like, just because that would mean that you're Oh, I'm you're like, I'm chasing else. squirrels. I'm not chasing hens, and I don't even know what the squirrels are, but, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I get it. They're delicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't. I don't think I'm going to beat my head against that wall. I don't, I, no, I don't yeah. imagine that yet, but. It's amazing how many people do, and then they get in this lockstep with it. Like, I see it yeah. all the time. We were out at Amy's at uh, 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 Fox Farmer Forge in North Carolina, and that's a, its own crazy place, but she's figured out her blob takis and, like, you know. <laughs> blob taki. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, like, nobody cares about it to the same degree that cultivators do. Right. Well, I don't know around here, but maybe it's just because there people want them. Yeah. People want them. Yes, that's yeah. people are asking me for my talking more than anything else. Really? Mhm. Not lions, not fucking. That's like old hat now here almost. Really? Like people, yeah, because it's like, you know, it made its way out here and San Francisco's got, you know, yeah, all the yeah, yeah. 
chefs with their menus and tons of, yeah. of wines made around. And so now my talkie is the next. That's the next thing. Yeah. I mean, you can buy them in from Hokuto or from fucking uh, uh, Gourmet. Yeah. It's like, that's the other side to the coin. Yeah. I mean, Kyle does. Like, the biggest farms and the smallest farms yeah. all have to turn and burn sometimes. Sure, sure. So it's a challenge, but, like, it's uh, it's nice that the industry's at that point where you yeah. can balance people's, like, yeah. their needs and then be like, oh, well, they're really after this. I yeah. should probably figure out how to grow it now. Right. That is the thing is it's, like... That's definitely the point I'm in too, is just like listening to what people are asking for yeah. and trying to like be aware of what like I want to do, but also like keep an ear, like really be tuned into like the community and like what yeah. people are saying they want and where their interests lie. And like, sure, I can pull the needle the direction I want to by just like producing, yeah, you know, inserting what it is that I want. But also I think like right now, and especially at this scale, it's like, okay, what is it that people want? Yeah. And so that's something that has, I've, I'm like still mentally wrestling with is like, okay, what I'm hearing is everyone wants my talkies and I would rather at a farmer's market for sure. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. And yeah. then when you start to go towards like the restaurants or you start to go like Kyle's like great, you know, conversation about like uh, what a farms fuck up on when they uh, grow too much is they just throw them away instead of drying them oh. and trying to develop a line of dried options or yeah. other options yeah. or a company that will buy shitty mushrooms yep. or cheap is really like that compost conversation. Yeah. Like, is it, it, at that point, it doesn't matter what it is. It's just eventually going to go out the door. Yep. But at least it maintains some form of like money. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. I think I, the cordyceps thing is interesting. Did you guys talk about it? Did you meet that Myco side guy that's down? He's in Watsonville. And I know that far West was like hosting him. He's like a, an yeah. old guy who's just growing these like banging looking cordyceps. Oh really? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, it's all no, he I does. Mean, he's and in Watson too, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, but so he just kind of popped up out of nowhere too, and all <laughs> that's all he's doing. They look amazing. and oh, uh, he, But he's doing, he sells them fresh, and I don't know if Far West is going to keep selling his. Um, there's obviously a huge price difference there between those and the, oh, the yeah. Chinese ones that are coming in. Yeah. Um, but he's got, he like makes them, I, you know, they look like a Cheeto, obviously. And oh, he's yeah, actually yeah. freeze drying them and seasoning them like Cheetos. He's got like these. Oh, uh, he is doing that. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if Kyle mentioned him, okay. um, but there's, yeah, he was talking a lot about like the Cordy side is a very weird one. Yeah. And we just haven't, there's not enough of an interest uh, for it at like his scale. Right. But for your scale, like yeah. there's probably a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And that's why this like many small ships rising this sort of thing totally. up is how you figure out like where yeah. the popular things are. Yeah. And then networks, you know, just yeah. Sense. There's um like a homeopathic place down the street and they do a great business. They've got awesome stuff. They're all yeah. like tinctures and stuff. And they, they want reishi. They're interested in cordyceps. They want lion's mane. Yeah. I've got some reishi growing right now that I'm going to see if they, you know, yeah. want to do anything with it. Um, oh, I saw those antlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll see what happens to them. That's, I've got a little bag, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was one of the first, that was one of my like COVID experiences. I've got a little five pound block I made, <laughs> nice. but just like it's in and with no flow to anything and yeah. um, just over inoculated the shit out of it and got a cool <laughs> antler. But that was very much while I was at Michael Works and everyone like, oh, all these sculptural Ooh, things and like manipulating them. And <laughs> anyway, some it, people are still stuck in that world though. Like, in, yeah. I like that Sam is doing it the way he is. And I hope that 
he knows he's gleaned a lot from working with um, not just uh, what's his name at MegaWorks, but uh, other other yeah. material people, and um, and he's really at this point where he's like, I'd love to share some of this stuff, and I think that I can like put together a book or do something that just at least. You know, shows people like cheese, cheesecloth is a fucking option. Yeah. Like, you never thought about that, did you? Yeah. Like that sort of stuff is very like weird. So people call and they're like, how, 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 how can we do this? I want to do this. I'm like, fuck if I know. Yeah. Somebody, nobody's made a book on it yet. Nobody's <laughs> actually put anything out about it. Sure. And I don't think it would be beyond, uh, would be beyond some large company to do it, but yeah. I was encouraging Sam to do it. I was yeah. Like, fuck yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. I don't know yeah. if he's got that organization down because he's very much like teacher and like right brand artist you yeah know? but i hope he does because yeah. he knows a lot the awareness is huge too i mean people like that doing the art stuff it's like people are just like devouring anything mushroom related now whether it is oh, coming yeah. from like the medicinal health side if it's coming from the culinary side if it's coming now from the art side and just like this like yeah. strange fucking fascination with it which all of it's good i'm like yeah That's encourage great. all of it right yeah, like yeah. from any angle sure get people yeah up. get them stoked yeah yeah. Keep, keep stoking the flames also just kids too like yep. he was he was one that was telling me just about you know teaching kids on a really elementary level what these things are they they grasp onto it a lot quicker sure. than their parents or their peers or whatever yeah or it's kids slightly older so i was like yeah we have to do more of that there has to be yeah. more of the educational component built into farm structures yep. you know i think that's huge question for you do you think the famous 11 year old girl asking for <laughs> oyster what did you i've heard you mention it where she oh, yeah, she's like i want, girl, uh, I want some pleurotus syringes or uh yeah osteitis spawn to knock up my substrate is what she up to yeah, you know like I track know. her I, like I let's know. check in with that chick in like 10 more years dude i almost missed my is. fucking plane going down because there's this mom like appears and like I'll try really hard not to give like tours to everybody who comes sure. through the door. Understandably. But I'm talking to Zach and Zach like hands me these, uh, I handed him these rocks that I picked with Cyrus down in, uh, picked, I found Cyrus Lester, you know, Maggie's mushrooms at yes. all. Right. So we went down there to pick that whole story apart. Just, they're fucking two of the coolest goddamn people, man. Awesome. They're fucking awesome. If you ever get a chance to like catch up with Maggie or him, it's so worth it. Or just to go see what yeah. they've done yeah. in the smallest fucking space. Totally. It's amazing. And it's burned down twice. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, what was I just digressed from that whole thing? But giving uh, a tour to someone as you almost missed your plane. Yeah. What? Okay. Yeah. 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 So um, these kids came through, and uh, wow, you see how far away I yeah, got yeah. from that. Fuck I've got I've got a pinball brain. machine brain too. Yeah, it's bad it's sometimes. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. I'm really good at pulling other people's, but then I'm like, I need somebody to do this for me really bad. <laughs> You're pretty good at it. Or you're just like, I wasn't listening. I've got a pinball machine, but it's always turned off. Yeah. <laughs> just unplug it. They're That's just smart. settled and hanging no, out. No, mine's on yeah. multi-ball all the time. Just like, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's how you know you're going to make it. It's fine. <laughs> but no, I was just about to jump to leave to drive to the airport. And uh, I, fuck, man. These two, this woman is like shakily staring at me. And I'm standing at my van. She's like very audibly nervous. And I understand that people are like, they see me and they're like, if they are there, they know who the fuck I am. Sure. But I'm not like somebody who does well with it. I don't have that component. Sure. And uh, she's like, she's like, kind of comes over and I was like, did you guys get what you needed? And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like it just broke the whole thing open and she could finally like say something. <laughs> 
And uh, she's like, you have other species in there other than what we picked up? And I was like, I don't know, what the fuck did you get? And uh, these two little kids come out from behind her. And I was like, what the heck did you get? And uh, <laughs> and they're each holding these like two shiitake blocks. And they're like two kids that are clearly way up on the spectrum of like autism that you're like, whoa. And you can sense it immediately. I've worked with a lot of autistic kids. And uh and I was like, you guys just want to go like see the farm in general? And man, they didn't say a damn word, but you could tell they were just like ghost soaking like every little aspect of like just walking around, showing them stuff. Yeah. And the mom was like really excited. And her parents were there, which were even weirder because you could tell where the autism originated. It was fucking nuts. I was like, this is like five, like just, was it five? Yeah, yeah, five of the weirdest people but the coolest people. And I yeah. was like, these cats are going to do something. Yeah. You know? And the kids are just so soaked in to like every little like component to it that that's who I'll stop and give tours to you. Yeah. And I'll just tell them stuff they didn't need to know, you know, like but it, you're exactly, planting those seeds. Yeah. 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 True. So I love that. Like, yeah. And there's more of those kids will show up and, and uh, yeah, Kevin Sam is not like a, it's not family friendly. I mean, there's like, sure, I can imagine uh, it's like, this is our auto, and there's like do not operate fuck wit like right on the i'm like oh jesus there's charles manson stickers everywhere i'm like love it uh yeah but like those seeds too right right but for a minute and then you're just like yeah i don't know you know it's tough my mom would probably be like oh you should probably take those manson stickers down Sorry, mom. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm looking up, and one of the like super sacks just is like a great illustration. That says my hairy vetch, and I was like, <laughs> these fucking kids. I'm like trying to move them like in an area where they're not seeing right, it. Right, right. And so it totally made me realize that whatever we're building out next has to have some corridor of like you know family uh, friendly. Just yeah. yeah, this is the way we go. You yeah. know, you don't need to see that no. <laughs> that's your ip you're hiding yeah <laughs> yeah yeah culture's great but also like you don't want to scar families and kids there you, you know go. Yeah. it's a tough balance when you're a punk you know it is it's yeah. really hard to sometimes be like oh shit okay you know yeah. i like bartending for a long time where you can kind of be an asshole to people and it's like charming it. in that way or yeah like or you just don't care and it's fine or they Whereas, like it they're yeah. like yeah, they yell want, me yeah throw me a drink yep. you know? yeah yeah to now like oh shit i can't talk to people that way at the farmer's market right like oh Okay, your filter gets very yeah. jumbled and then it sounds like you yeah. can't talk yeah like, yeah yeah i catch myself <laughs> with that all the time just with fuck this fuck that and i'm like oh some people still yeah they're very don't turned off hear by that. That. like i gotta check myself okay yeah, yeah. Shit. that's why i do shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's why i've like muddled myself to the background yeah and don't sell mushrooms so, yeah. Uh. yeah 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 but i think it's it's good for those kids and like everybody Absolutely. else to be able to see the infrastructure, you know, and like understand what it is. But I haven't had one as uh, explicit as her ever come across. And I, I think they've probably been back once or twice, but um, I think mostly that dad has come back, not her. So, I wonder if she knows that she's been mentioned many times on the podcast. I hope she doesn't listen to it. We curse a lot, you know. <laughs> this is like hide That's the true. kid rock CD from your your little children or whatever i don't know what it is now it's yeah. just weird but uh yeah she's famous yeah. yes she, oh, i'm yeah. glad you know she is yeah That's yeah because cool. i think about I that i'm like yeah that, that kid's probably gonna do something badass yeah that's you know that this is like planting yeah. something that that was the first like formidable mention of something that totally blew my mind like yeah. that i did not see coming in this last 
you know, a few years at all. That was really wild. And I know a lot of farms see a lot more of it. Sure. So it's like very, I should probably ask that question. It's like your youngest fan, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love those kids. There's like tiny little four and five year olds that are like, I love mushrooms. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Badass. Cool. Yeah. I hated mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Kid, I think, yeah. You know? I'm like, great. I probably ate them, but yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Do you have kids in your family or your partner's family? Or? No, but interestingly enough, um, tomorrow, uh, my partner's eight-year-old niece is coming to stay with us for a month from oh, uh, Minnesota. Eight years old eight for years a old. month? Yeah, it's just uh, like, let's... See what happens. Let's see what happens. What are we going to do with kids? But no, I've got low... I yeah. like kids just fine. Like, you right, know, they... Right. I'm, I'm always... Enjoy, I like... To, I like to... I always say I like talking to kids and old people. Yeah. It's like everyone in between or like near my age. I'm not always so interested in talking suck. to, you know? But I'm yeah. like, I'll have a conversation with a kid just because like yeah, their yeah, brains yeah. work so magically. Yeah. And old people have cool stories to tell. Anyways, um, it'll be interesting. Oh, man. I mean, but, they'll dig this stuff. They'll still yeah. make you like look at it from a whole different vantage point. Totally. I remember letting my, uh, Frankie's like niece and nephews, uh, Doreen and um, Julia, they're so little. They must've been like eight. Yeah. It was like, they're Irish twins. So somewhere in that like seven or eight yeah. range. And the man, I took them to that 3000 square foot mushroom facility and they just like busted in like bats out of hell, like mushrooms. And they're just like harvesting and like, oh, yeah. I paid them, I think 20 bucks each to like go like shake bags. I, we yeah. actually downed somebody. So we, I was like, we're actually kids. We fucking need you. Like, I'm not going to lie right <laughs> Glad now. you think this is fun, but like you don't have a choice. Dude, they loved it. I was like, you shook more bags than the average, like, you know, enlarged male who just sits here all day angrily shaking Okay. Bags, that's good so. to know because yeah, she's like excited to oh, like work. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sick of shaking bags. Or I shouldn't say that. But yeah. Like, yeah. They kind of suck at it, but you know, yeah. it's all right. You know? They can get it going. Yeah. They can be my Kyle like tumbler. Spawn. You'll be you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. You can be your tumbler. <laughs> you got this. You got all these like ridiculous uh, inferences that I forget people like listen to. And now you're going to be just fine. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it truly is. Cause I don't even remember when these started coming out. Uh, 2021, 2022, something like that. But I started yeah. listening to him when I was just like fucking around doing my marketing gig and being like putting together like my plan of yeah, attack. Yeah. And then now I've like re-listened to a bunch of them as I've, you know, late nights or early. I'm usually up at like four or five to get in a solid few hours of farm yeah. work before going to work work. And then at night and just put the headphones in and yeah. your voice is there and talking to people it's and stupid it's AM, ASMR it kind of yeah but yeah, it's yeah. it's been cool because there's little things that I like pick up that I'm like oh man before I was like doing this you wouldn't have heard it yeah, yeah. I hear things differently like there was I think it was you and Eric Milligan where he's like you cutting X's or H's on your blues and you were like <laughs> H's and I was like oh, fuck yeah, I'm in there. And I'm like, I'm yeah, going to cut yeah. some H's and see. And like, yeah. great, cool. Yeah, it's really funny to like uh, these concepts. This is why the visual thing is really totally. nice. If you tie that into some of these farms, it's the first time anybody has actually like seen some of these people. Sure. And like either a long time or ever because they just don't have a presence or whatever. But uh, that, it's a whole different game, but I'm hoping it's what people want to see. You yeah. Know? what they kind of want to do but i don't know what do you want to see out of this michael wizard thing besides like a uh a large map of where the fuck everybody currently is <laughs> that's part of it and i think i don't know i mean i think that it's so interesting because like there is 
this emerging industry on top of the shoulder, like standing on the shoulders of like your era of people. Right. And so I think that it just, it's interesting to see how it's going to innovate, how it's going to change, how as more pop up and like how this specialization thing starts to settle in, how communities are responding to this, like, you know, specialty mushroom boom happening everywhere. That's for me. I think it's just great to hear, um, what people's experiences have been and keep hearing that. And I do think everyone's got something different. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just keep talking to more different people. I would say there's so many, um, and it gives me a sense of feeling connected to something too. Cause it is a lot like I am a loner and yeah. I do enjoy spending a lot of time by myself, but it is nice to know like, Oh, there's someone else that's like doing the same thing somewhere right now. Yeah. Being just as weird as I am. Like, right. that's cool to know. It's very, I did not think that was going to be like <laughs> a component that ties it all together. Yeah. It's like kind of doomish or uplifting stories uh, that just keep people company is the reality it's of them. And I was so like, helpful. Oh, fuck. All it's right. fucking like when I'm, when it's like two in the morning and I'm shaking bags and like, yeah. you know, falling asleep, but it's like, oh, cool. There's someone else that's like, right. has done this. Shit. There's someone else who's yeah. been here and yeah. or is here at the same time. And I usually like, come in at the end of the knock and I'll yeah. shake like 20 bags. I'm like, how's the day going, everybody? How's the day going? I'm such trying. I can't shake that many bags. I just fall like apart. I like that you stuck with like a 10-pound format. There's so many people yeah. who like don't want to go. Like Kyle loves shit talking. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's an interesting great. One. And I mean, so... Last Monday, I drove up to Nevada City. If you're, it's like uh, by the Yuba River. I don't know. It's three hours. Okay. I drove up there last Monday after work. That was a terrible fucking day. Six-hour drive round trip. But a guy was selling. <laughs> I just got like a an 85, a Bubba's 85 from him. And oh, sick. Is a that bunch the biggest of one? Or did they go up to like... I think so. But this is old. He got it in 2019. Gotcha. Um, he bought a property out there. was trying to do a cannabis farm didn't work out his wife was like yeah. i'm gonna be a mushroom farmer oh joy so they like yeah. went hard on buying a bunch of stuff you know <laughs> like they really and even he gave me this bin that's got like five ink birds in it and water meter and paul stamen's growing gourmet medicinal mushrooms a copy of that and, and i'm just like this, this is out of my literally life, like the fucking starter kit but also like why are, is this where you're starting in 2019 do you not know what else is out there available to you in terms of like wow. resources and knowledge Anyway, um, what was the point of me saying that I just went and picked all this stuff up? Ah, he gave me, yeah, he gave me two boxes of, uh, the smaller bags for five pound blocks that are like sitting there that like, I was like, do I want to try to run these? And I was like, I'm happy with the 10 pounds and I want to keep that. And especially right now with the heat and the yields being shit, like I, I would be fucked if I was doing five pound bags, you know, I'm, I'm only lightly fucked at the moment with the heat doing the 10 pounds it would be worse yeah but then it's like then i think about the incubation and how the like so it seems like there's this teeter-totter effect but i i'm happy with the 10s i want to keep them i know when it's not the heat of summer yeah my yields are going to be great um and so I'm just going to keep with that. It gives like plan. a farmer's market size mushroom to you. Totally. You'll never see those mushrooms at like Kyle's. Totally. Right? Like it's five versus 10 is two different types of mushroom. Yeah. And it's the strangest thing to actually drive around and experience. I'm like, wow, this is fucked up. 
Well, and I hear that too at the farmer's market. Um, yeah. People want the big oysters and there's, everyone yeah. knows far West. Like yeah. all of my customers also are buying far West mushrooms. Like they are. And they, you know, being like this new yeah. kid on this scene, they're like, they <laughs> like to them, far West is like the way, which right. makes sense. Right. And they're like, what? This is not an oyster mushroom. Like I buy oyster mushrooms at like the mission farmer's market all the time. This is not an oyster. And I'm like, try to like have this conversation of like, well, the fruits can like Change. fruit differently on a lot based on a lot of factors. And, but, but, um, you just have like a just get a block, I know. couple blocks from Kyle, a couple blocks from them, like yeah. petrify them somehow. And yeah, like, size does yeah. matter, all right. No, it's just like it, this it little lady everything. can lift 40 pound bags, and her mushrooms are fucking huge. Yeah, you yeah, seen yeah. the huge mushroom balls on that lady? Yeah, everybody <laughs> along this way has been like, I will never shake 10 pound bags. I think it's on record for that Kyle review. He's just like, never. Well, I ever, I had such a fun time recording with that dude. Yeah. It's like when you know people long enough, the dynamic and the it conversation totally, changes. Totally. And it's way better sometimes yeah. than like meeting uh, somebody who's very apprehensive initially. Sure. And you're like, what was your life like growing up? And they're like, yeah. And you're like, I was fucking with you. I don't care. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. but the folks today are loving these huge, the big oysters too. There's like yeah. all these shawarmas people are doing here. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of like food cart small people I'm given, and they love, they just are like the bigger the caps you can get, the better. Specifically for oysters. Yeah. Oysters. Yeah, because they're okay. doing, you know, where you layer it up like a, almost like a carnitas wow. on a spit. Is what they're doing, <laughs> and then making sick. like vegan tacos out of them, and they're yeah. like pretty tasty. Yeah, yeah. So they're just like, we want the huge, the bigger, the better. We had this chicken uh, lion's mane chicken sandwich, is like yeah. super spicy one from uh, from Farmers. Awesome. Fuck man, we ate so much food. Kyle, if you ever go down there and hang out with him for an extended period of time, he just orders the menu, and you're like, all right, <laughs> he's so full. <laughs> He can't even stay awake right now because all the food we just like stuffed down our gullet. You're feeling good? You're like, fuck working out. I'm just going to be fat and fucking. It's mushrooms though, right? It's healthy. It's all health food. Even if it's deep fried like a chicken sandwich, it's good for you. Just like it's this cookie is like basically health food. It's vegan. Like it is. is it? Oh, and they love candy cap cookies and the fuck. People are, like, love candy caps up here. Dude. There's actually there's another. I think his name is Eric too. He's like it is. <laughs> I swear to God, like if everyone I know, like everyone I meet it, that's mushrooms is an Eric. Yeah. Um, but he calls himself the king of candy caps. He lives up in Mendo. Okay. I did a foray thing with him last fall. Um, Cause there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot of like false candy caps around here yeah, too. Yeah, and yeah. so it was cool to like kind of go foraging with him. And I need your help mapping some of these people out in this region. Yeah. If we're yeah. Gonna, like, put this map. To, I've enlisted you. You're not involved. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know we have to put this fucking map together. You, you like, do. Who the fuck is this Eric? Like, He's what? super cool. And he, like he self-proclaimed the king of candy caps. He'll, yeah. he, then he got up at the end of the foray and like, you know, gave his spiel that he has. And uh, he's a character. He's just like one of these old guys that like loves yeah. to get up and talk in front of a crowd. Like a captive audience is like what he's waiting for, you know? It's like my biggest fear in life. Totally. Nope. I'm like, good on you. 
but he, yeah, he processes like, I think, I mean, an insane amount of candy caps and no supplies shit. them up here. And I think it has had a huge impact on getting candy caps out there and getting them into restaurants and getting them in, and people, everyone, yeah. there's a mushroom that tastes like maple syrup. Like everyone yeah. loves that, you know, yeah, yeah. people lose their minds over it. So oh, it's unreal. The first time I had it, like in a, a decoction of some sort yeah. The whatever i was like what the fuck yeah it's like this is unreal man. yeah and then those cookies that far west makes are fucking so good they're unbelievable yeah man. do you like that side of like the alternative products like would you go down that avenue i think so yeah. um and i think i mean also just from really wanting this to be like what i do for the rest of my working life yeah. um Fresh mushrooms has can only I think reliably be like fifty percent of the business, like from a business standpoint. Yeah. Um, in order to, yeah, just be scalable and sustainable and like have that, I think having some shelf stable something is is really important. Yeah, jerky is um, like the closest people kind of get to yeah. like it across the board, but yeah. it's uh, like, see, yeah, I got yeah. these. I see. And this here's the thing: I'm that person that buys every other mushroom farms stable products this is small holds oh um, yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. and of course they've got their oh. impeccable beautiful setup of their different seasonings <laughs> um these guys austin brooklyn and LA. it's is all that, yeah it's like flavors hilarious. built after here i am marketing small hold stuff no we'll take this part out uh, <laughs> no but i was super glad you talked to them because i was i was like at michael works when they were like popping off and then oh, they yeah. came to la and i was like you know in the background working on my plan and i was like these motherfuckers are coming to california there's no way i can ever start a mushroom farm with small hold beer <laughs> but then hearing you talk to them was that was a good uh it's a good, good little re i yep that's like, why i did it because yeah, people were fucking yeah. terrified yeah 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 for sure and, uh, uh, i think but, and that was a hard thing for them to swallow too is the yeah. fact that they're the enemy to a lot of people sure and uh they still don't like to hear that and they'll listen they'll listen to this and adam will send me a text no like, but jesus you no know? It's you, like, I, hey i started a mushroom farm i'm buying your mushroom seasonings and they're making mushrooms exciting to yeah. people you know i've got yeah. a buddy who you know all my friends um, that have now like dispersed all over the country. We've got a, he's like a punk working in a grocery store in Austin, Texas. And yeah. he was like immediately like, check out this crazy thing and asking me questions about mushrooms. So it's like, I'm all for like yeah. rising tides, raise all ships. And I think just more information getting out there to people. Yeah. And like, we don't eat mushrooms like Americans don't, but they're starting to, and they're yeah. only going to keep eating more. So like, bring it on. You well, know, there's eight strawberry vendors at every farmer's market oh, I do yeah, yeah. and they all sell out. And it's, it's also like, we're the not same there. Strawberry. Right, right. <laughs> we're not there and we may never be fully there, but it's yeah, like, yeah. no joke, eight strawberry vendors who can sell out. So there can be two, there can be three. I, oh, yeah. Mushroom Adventures is one of, you know, they're at one of the markets I do and like they sell out, Mushroom I sell out. Mushroom Adventures? He's yeah. started doing, he's got like agaricus and he actually made these like agaricus grow kits. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And This isn't the dude who started the YouTube channel a long time ago. I think it is. What the fuck? Did he's he in Petaluma. Him? Is this like, he, he has a lightning bolt like fucking uh, shenanigans? You know these mushroom adventure videos? Like yes. From back in the day where yeah, he was yeah, yeah. like... So I had a weird thing happen. It was 2003 when I was Fuck. in San Francisco. Okay. And I 
SFSU is like a community campus. Anyways, I didn't live on campus. I was in this like high rise across the street from the SFSU campus. Yeah. And there was like a weird dude in the building. But like, I'm <laughs> I'm like, I've always been like the weird dude in like a in girl's body kind of, you know? And so I'm like, oh, I'm doing my laundry. And this like weird old guy's like chatting it up with me. And he's like, do you know, do you like mushrooms? And I was like, yeah, I like mushrooms. And I was vegan at the time. And he, he gave me a grow kit. That I took up to my apartment and I was like growing and it was like fucking white buttons or something. And all I lived with three other girls and they were like, this is disgusting. Get this out of here. And at that age, you're like 18. And I'm like, I just don't want to be the weirdo. Like, I know I'm the weirdo, but I don't want other people to know I'm the weirdo. And so now they're like calling me out because I have this like weird guy's weird fucking mushroom kit and like ah, throw it out. But I think that that was a mushroom. It must have been on that timeline. And then, like, it wasn't a fungi perfecti thing. Um, So it had to have come from Mushroom Adventures. But they're in Petaluma, which uh, is just 20 minutes down, 101 from here. Um, I wonder if this is the same fucking guy. This is crazy. It's got to be. And so he, and so they they do all Agaricus and then Lion's Mane. Is Agaricus? Yeah, he's now doing, like, he's got white. Was he before? Or was he, like, a... I think he dabbled with oysters and um, now he's dabbling with lion's mane. I never, uh, it's funny because this guy sort of dropped off the face for a lot of people. Yes. And uh, man, I I don't even know where his YouTube videos would be. Uh, It was fucking nuts though because we, Mushroom Adventures episode, it's this fucking guy. I don't know if this is the same dude. This fucking guy is like these ancient videos from nine years ago. No. No. This guy, I gotta I, find. Yeah. He like went batshit crazy like uh, um, on YouTube. He was the first one. Like Brandon and I were the only ones that really remember this dude's videos. I remember being in an airport being like, why is he putting so much perlite on the top of that block? <laughs> like I'm fucking confused, but so maybe he just, his channel might've well, been mushroom adventures, but yeah, maybe it's a different thing. Yeah. This, this guy's been around since the eighties. Okay. So this is like an older cat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right, locally right. here. Small little guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so interesting. He's an older cat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The perlite thing, man, I'm thinking of that pinball brain's going crazy, but, uh, know, have you ever seen anyone do yeah. like a casing with clay balls? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't necessarily work. No. Uh, it makes really strange faced, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The woman I took over from, she was doing the clay ball thing. Was she really? Yeah. She came up here earlier this week and she's like, you're not doing the clay balls. You're not like top. She was like top three <laughs> the clay balls. And I'm like, her, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm not. That's funny, man. Where did she learn it from, like, uh, the cultivation side? No idea. Her partner's, like, a fungal biologist, and yeah. they, like, kind of, they just, like, DIY'd a ton of stuff. It must have been in their own little yeah. universe. Wow. And, like, figuring things out. And I think, because so when you said the perlite made me think of that. Of, like, yeah, I think yeah. they thought the clay balls was, like, an advanced version of the perlite. <laughs> Yeah, or uh, vermiculite too. Is yeah. like, this guy went batshit with the vermiculite until he was like trying to grow kings in 100% vermiculite. And Oof. I was like, oh, these videos were phenomenal because you watch this guy go down a rabbit hole of like doom. And he's also buckshot or buckeye on uh, shroomery. Okay. So I figured that out a long time ago, but I don't know if anybody made those connections. So he had this like very serious psychedelic grow and then he had yeah. the king oyster thing that he was doing. 
and everybody was going after his genetics, trying to figure yeah. out what he was up to, and uh, this is strange, but I've never heard Mushroom Adventures from yeah. any other. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You know what's cool about Smallhold, though, going back to them a little bit, is the... They had this lady working for him. I think she still does. Uh, I don't know in what capacity, but the people who are spiraling out of Smallhold are very yeah. interesting. Haley, um, I'm forgetting her last name, but she started uh, Immoral uh, Drinks, like Immoral. Okay. And they're like a fucking mushroom bubbly water, you know? All right. So it's interesting to see what a company like that and its speed of yep. growth and its domination is like spurring off, you know? For sure. It's cool. Like it is. I, I I have plenty of criticisms of like different farms out there in the world who but everybody does. They yeah. have their criticisms. Yeah. But it is very interesting to see that they have come out here and done what they've done and it's impacting maybe Kyle, you know. It's not impacting anybody else. No. Is is this your busy season or is winter your busy season? Well, <laughs> You'll have to I check know you back. Don't know, <laughs> no, I think like, the winter is uh, going to be busier. Okay. I mean, here's uh, the thing. I mean, it's well, winter will be busier for many reasons. I think, especially doing markets and then looking at restaurants. Yeah. Here, the produce that we have available this time of year is insane. So yeah. it's like when you, and then it completely changes to like, you know, root veggies and kale yeah. all winter. So, like, when you're looking at root veggies and kale, mushrooms are really exciting to like add into your mix. <laughs> Whereas when you've got strawberries and peaches and like eight million different kinds of pluots and like yeah. tomatoes are popping off and the cucumber like the, the bounty, like, it's oh. like and they're literally shriveling in the sun and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. how much burlap can I hang around to try to like shade and like still let people see? And that you I'm need here. more of your space material, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah, my ecofoil, every eco which I got from is another tip from Myco Wizards from uh, nice. Brendan oh. up at Foggy Dew. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm like chatting with him after this, but he's like three hours in the opposite. He is. He's direction. close to where I drove up to get that barrel. It's oh, like no up. Way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you but should connect with him. He's like. I, I have. Here. I like you hit him up. Good, yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Man. He's super nice. We've like he's chatted. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he's, uh, yeah. But he's gave me the space foil idea. That's amazing. Yeah, right? listening to this, I was like, getting eco, <laughs> add eco foil to the list. I don't even remember that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. I like when I first started recording these conversations. It was like, I don't know where this is going. I just like somebody told me I should do it. I'm gonna do it. Let's do it. And uh, I'm recording these conversations like in the back of the farm at like night. Yeah. The, the steam like box is like fucking hot 200 degrees. I'm yeah. just sweating bullets like having these conversations that are like five hours long like this like recording them with a mic you know. It's like what the fuck am I Oh doing no. Like? I was like because this is when I was working and they started coming out and yeah. I'm looking at this and I'm all episodes two is like four and a half hours long. I was like <laughs> this guy's fucking batshit crazy and i was like yeah. and i like it this yeah, is like my yeah. speed of batshit crazy but yeah. like i'm like no one else would do this nah, no one else dude. would put this out so Fuck thank no. goodness you have thank you <laughs> you're welcome yeah, yeah. <laughs> well okay I'll, I'll, I'll volley it back to you what is the future of like both myco wizards and main cap and stem like where do oh, you where geez. are you moving that where are you moving it bro uh, <laughs> Noted. it's really like fun to be on the road and i think you know mike and i my my nephew daniel is the other component to this now we've decided to like make it a year uh in august we're going to start releasing something once a week on the website nice. and that'd be cool to like try and figure out this map ideas now like in my ping pong brain too it, but i think 
I'll let you finish. No, but because I was Don't gonna say, I, I need Brendan's people because uh, all these tourists will be like, "We're from Sacramento. We just want to get out of the heat." And I'm like, "There's a dope farmer up there. And things foggy do. He's yeah. at this market. Go see him." And so, yeah, the market thing is something like Mike started doing online. So we're gonna try yeah. and promote like a farm a week on a particular like area and yeah. what, mar- what markets are going yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, one a month. I'm sorry. That's awesome. But yeah, it's if we could organize that effort and pull a fourth person into this eventually, just to manage that. That side of like Micro Wizards and Cap and Stem are linked in that regard. But what I think our goal is is to increase the amount of like people uh, coming into it, increase the amount of like memberships to kind of turn it into something that's more along the lines of a foundation or a nonprofit that nobody else is doing right now because it's God's work. It's fucking a lot of work to get nothing out of it. And all I want those subscribers to do or members is to pay the salaries of the people involved in it. Not me. I don't give a fuck. I'll travel around just like homelessly. I don't care. You know, the punk land. Yeah. But I think the, the evolution of what Michael Wizards could be is really indicative of uh, the amount of people who are excited about it and are getting something out of it. And now we're hearing from farms that have just utilized all of our suggestions. And I'm like, well, this is fucking weird. You know, like I didn't think anybody was listening to this. (laughs) So the, the increase in like downloads and subscribership and fall, it's fucking unreal. So I think we just keep running with it and we see where that leads us. The connection to Cap and Stem in that is only me, really, in that there's Cap and Stem obviously started this thing with me, but um, that company is really sort of it's trying to like figure out how big Substrate and Spawn can get within the states or at least within the East Coast without doing fresh mushrooms. Yeah, and our whole goal has been not to be competition or customers, so like we just don't free mushrooms, um, but in that equipment, raw materials, like the pellets or anything else, we're trying to figure out like who exactly uh, these businesses are and how big they're going to get. So we just experienced this like nonstop. And uh, when, this is like I was talking to Kyle and a lot of people out here. <clears throat> it's a great time for us to be out here because everybody's a little slower. Yeah. In the winter, we just go down where everybody else goes up. And then in the summer, we're like nonstop growth. Because everybody's trying to get into markets out there and trying to do other things. So Cap and Stem has this place now that's 30 acres, 75,000 square feet of, you know, buildings. And Michael Wizards would probably adopt some, like, portion of laboratory in there as its own, like, R&D or, you know, uh, foundation state. To be able to utilize the lab and the resources of Cabin Stem, but somehow pull away from it. Yeah. Because um, I'm not trying to like give out advice that is just say buy my blockchain spawn. Sure. I, it's like make your own yeah. fucking spawn. I don't care. Yeah. Like that. That's me personally. You know, yeah. it's like not Cabin Stem doesn't want you to grow your own spawn. Right. Don't do that. You know, so it's hard to live in both of those worlds. Yeah, sure. But I think that there's enough momentum and excitement around it that, like, I'm excited to see both grow and then mm-hmm. see what the evolution is on each side of it. Because mm-hmm. um, otherwise, you're like, if you're just standing still and you find your complacency state, you're like, you're fucked. You know? Yeah. So we just doubled in size every year for a decade. That's and it's insane. like, it's not good. Like, it's great, but it's like, holy Jesus, yeah. man. It's a lot. That's usually year five is when people are like, give me $50 million, you know, or $500 million. And we're just, we've bootstrapped it the entire time, you know, and rolled everything back in. And I think that uh, my business partner, Christopher, and I have like unlimited patience for that. 
And uh, this isn't some like get rich concept. And I think that's our only rule to success is like, we just don't give a shit about that. You know? Yes. We want to make money and like have a healthy business supplying healthcare for everybody. And like, making sure that like the culture and the actual uh, people working with us and for us are actually like healthy and taken care of. That's my only goal. That's awesome. I don't give a shit about much else. Yeah. So if you have those things in mind, you just keep growing to supply people stoke, you know, Yep. keep banging their fire. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, appreciate it that you are for sure. Yeah. I hope so. Super helpful. And good. Yeah. I mean, it's also nice to just have an example of that in the industry of like, it's, for the good of all kind of thing as opposed to for the good of me. Yeah. You know, that's unique and it's hard to do to actually like, you know, be able to do all those business things of like be a good employer and like have a positive impact is, is not easy. It's way easier to just fuck people over. It is. And that's, I mean, and that's one of these broken systems that we're in same as, you know, as everything. So yeah, I traveling on the road, this has been the hardest part of the mic was you're saying is like putting on the proverbial and literal hat <laughs> to just like, it's so stupid. <laughs> Fucking hat. But, uh, yeah. Are you trying, are you going for yeah. Paul Stamets with that hat? I'm just making everyone fun of Paul Stamets in this fucking hat. <laughs> Fuck your Amadou hat, Paul. Hear me loud and proud. I have so many issues with Paul, but yeah, for sure. neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, uh, it's a lot to be away. So what I've experienced is like my whole goal at the farm is making sure that people are heard, you know, they're like stoked and they're, yeah. uh, every day I just like check in on my employees and yeah. like. I'm excited to do that, but also like, you know, that's not sustainable. You have to build the framework of like folks who can actually do it for you, report back to you. And, uh, I, it's funny to not know everybody who works for you on that level. Sometimes you don't want to either. Sure. So it's like, uh, it's fucking weird. You'll experience it if you grow, you know, it's, Oh, it's so strange. Yeah. But going away for these like two weeks stints to film is a lot on them because they're sure. like, everything will blow up, you know, and I'm not there to be like, whoa, this is going to be both. This is going to do thing, man, you know? Like, yeah. And that's how I kind of react in those situations now. I'm like, I'll just call Daniel, my nephew. I had to get a heat exchanger for one of our autoclaves that went down. And uh, I was like, bro, I need this tomorrow. And he was working for Cat, like doing hydraulic work at times. He's uh-huh. like, man, fuck this job. And he just like literally rented a car and picked it up in Georgia and brought awesome. it up. 24 hour rip back south. I was like, oh man, I love my people. <laughs> yeah. It's that is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's important. Uh, it's just fun to problem solve and like be in those states of perpetual yeah. disarray. It's just like, I love it. Anything uh, could go wrong at any time. Yeah. There's a lot of, will. there's a lot of, yeah, and it will. It's just like, what's it going to be today? Yeah, yeah. And it's not as if fungi perfecta doesn't have the same issue. Oh, totally. We, we, yeah, totally. It's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anybody who's working in these places knows that like uh, adrenaline hit is why you become a firefighter, you know, or whatever. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. Like Joe, four star. He's like an old firefighter. He just didn't want to die of a heart attack and he was tired of it. So. Understandably. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that guy was a firefighter. The company I worked for after Micah Works, he followed. Oh, not I, Joe Weber. I'm oh. sorry. Joe Cactus Hat. I just said TJ's. Okay. He's a firefighter. Got it. Firefighter. Okay. Joe okay. Weber's not. Okay. Uh, he's too young to be a firefighter. I was going to say, like, damn. He's this a child, like, man. done a ton of shit. Yeah. Uh, He's come a long way. 
So you you have a connection to Joe Ever? We chatted through Instagram when I was working for a different company gotcha. that he was following and like trying to work with, I think. And yeah, 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 that makes sense. And I, but I was like watching him grow like through that, and I was like, damn, this kid's yeah. like growing fast and like doing some cool shit. That's our like, like, next approach. like drive is going across the top yeah. of the states because there's like Chicago's this fucking weird hot spot yes. and uh i don't i mean it's proximity to canada and then mm-hmm. throughout the great lakes is like untapped yeah and i think a lot of people there have just figured that out yeah and joe's way ahead right now yeah but his scale is such that he's already like maxing out so he has to build out the rest of the space and he has to decide is it fruiting or is it you know production it's like because he buys his blocks in yeah not from us anymore but a farm we set up so yeah. it's like <laughs> interesting it's just a fucking complicated thing, you know? <laughs> so I had an interesting conversation. or part of my, So I had my integrity interview with this Agricultural Institute of Marin. Damn. And one of the things that the guy asked me, and he's the board on some like ag department, something or other. Huh. And he said to me, he was like, we're having a really hard time. He's like, there's more and more mushroom farmers that are coming and that are applying to do like the direct marketing through farmer's market. And he was like, we're trying to develop standards. And he's like, but none of us know anything about mushroom farming. And I There's was no like, standards for organic certification. <laughs> you can do whatever bingo. you want and call yourself certified organic. Yes. Yeah. And he, he asked, he said, do you think that people who are, he was specifically talking about buying in blocks versus making blocks and yeah. like practicing the question was they're trying to define what it means to practice the art of agriculture as it I relates to, to mushrooms right. and then he was like do you think that someone that's just buying in blocks is practicing the art of agriculture right and i was like eh. i was like you can argue it both ways and i was like but yeah. growing these things even out of a block still takes a lot of art yeah you know there's still a lot too but i just thought it was interesting i'm like he's asking me that question and like yeah. he's on an ag board kind of trying to figure out how to define standards and like how they draw the line between like hmm. making versus buying blocks it's difficult right like i just we had dinner with um uh kyle and um uh, <clears throat> Wow, I'm just spacing on his wife's name. My brain just like went blank. Aaron, thank you. I'm sorry, Aaron. Fuck, man. Aaron's the coolest, by the way. Another person who, yes, might be married to the mushroom farmer, but, man, she's, like, adamant about, like, policy change and uh, full of a million different ideas and excitement that's out of control. So she's somebody's worth connecting with. Obviously, there's different, like, worlds and echelons and, you know, financial types here. But, like, uh, one of the things that she was they're trying to fight is the Chinese log like importation issue domestic versus like foreign inputs are very different. The processes are different, Mm -hmm. you know, formaldehyde is like how they've like uh, utilized shiitake importation, fresh mushroom shiitake importation for years, like decades, 50 years and substrates no different except that they try and tell you otherwise, like from a marketing standpoint. So if you go up to those, right, like it's, it's disturbing. Like, it's like, holy fuck, you can come in with a container and smell the formaldehyde. It's not like I've smelled the containers. I'm like, fuck. So the standard, I don't think necessarily has to be within like, is it foreign? Is it domestic? But what's in it? Yeah. You know, and it's, is it not, not that it's inorganic. It's like, is there health uh, issues related to the inputs? Is something we're kind of like getting away from and just being like California made or Maine made or this made. 
So one of Aaron's ideas is to come up with this, uh, I forget her exact verbiage of it, but it's like California um, uh, spawned and incubated or something or knocked and incubated. Something that just says that like, this is a product of California, you know? And she said, would that limit your importation of blocks into uh, California? And I was like, I mean, we supply some blocks here, but not. If it went away, it wouldn't matter from a financial standpoint. And I think it's more important that there's these like spoken wheel concepts across the states, you yeah. know, and that creates a more sustainable like front that's more resistant to foreign importation, mm-hmm. especially if people are aware that they can, if this plant's fucking up in Pennsylvania or in Georgia or in California, you can get stuff from everywhere else, you know, it's idealistic and it's kind of like uh, far out there, but I think there just has to have, there has to be some sort of testing standard, not like a heavy metal testing standard. That's simplistic enough. It's like, I don't know. Where are you buying the blocks from? Is it domestic? Where are you buying spawn from? Is it domestic? I think it should be more about foreign or domestic than it should be about like uh, exactly um, what it is only from the standpoint that why those blocks are coming from the far east is because they're out of people to sell them to they're not trying to like take over our market they're fucked they're like oh no we've hit the ceiling yeah so that has to be a a sort of warning for us i was gonna say yeah yeah how do we kind of like spread out and like uh, resist resist it because their cultures are not the same yeah I was asking Kyle if he'd seen the factory on mm-hmm. Netflix or whatever. Have you seen this American no. factory? Uh-uh. It's about a, like a GM factory where they bring in 500 Chinese workers, Chinese conglomerate bought the GM factory glass factory in Detroit. And then they hired in like 50 workers from the Detroit area. <clears throat> and it's the, what ensues. And it was amazing that this was allowed to like uh, actually be filmed. Sure. The Chinese people just fucking hated like the the locals in Detroit and vice versa. Yeah. And today, after X amount of years, you know, of uh, this going on, there's like 10 Chinese workers left, 50 Chinese workers left. Like, you know, most of them are from Detroit again. Yeah. And it kind of proves the point that every time there's a Chinese company that lands here, like they did in the eighties, they cannot get past like the culture. They're like, what the fuck? Like, this is not how we do it. This is not our resources. This is not our guidelines. This is not our like legal system. So they just retreat. So Hokuto is the only one who's like sort of (laughs) maintained a presence and a couple more in Jersey, you know, in the area. So I don't know. you're going to tell them all that or just play this for them. And then they're going to be like, we still don't know what to do. That's you know? the thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. super interesting to me that I'm like, yeah, okay. The board of ag doesn't know what to do with mushrooms. And they're like, and they're saying more and more mushroom farmers are popping up and they're like, yeah. what do we do? What are That's our standard? Right. <laughs> what do yeah. you think the standard should be? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't think that it's, I don't think that that's the dividing line in terms of like if you're because it was really like the question is like about the blocks, blocks like if you're yeah, making them you know and I don't think that I don't think it is but and I don't I struggle to think that there's a reason to like delineate those two yeah right you know? right um, yeah so yeah because what and the the thing to point out is like look what if you are in a three to five thousand square foot space in two years. And three farms pop up around you and you're not really in their market and they will approach you to buy blocks uh, and they're exempt from the markets that they want to supply. That's a quick enough answer to them to be like, look, this is how it's shaping out. That would exempt probably like 
I don't know, 20 to 30 farms around Kyle yeah. uh, that he supplies the blocks, they yeah. can do it, you know, because yeah. they're buying them in, even if they're from here. Yeah. And that's where I kind of more agree with the California yeah. thing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why isn't it just like networked within a state or sure. a region? You yeah. Know? That would make sense. Yeah. I wouldn't be butthurt about that if somebody's like, you know, blocks. Because then you bring it to the spawn and the culture level, and they really don't care. They're like, yeah, what? No. Like, no, no. That's like asking where your sawdust came yeah. from, man. Yeah. Like, Fuck that. They don't understand. Yeah, yeah. That was the part of the interesting battle I got into with Southwest this week, picking up my spawn order. What happened? <laughs> so I've been picking it up. This was my third pickup from them, sure. from Southwest. And I've like, it's been the same dude. I usually cruise in and they are open until 8 p.m. Oh, I yeah. leave here after work and I roll in at like 7.50. Yeah. Like grab my boxes. We're good to go. He hands me the paper. It's the same dude <laughs> who like couldn't care less about anything. So I went in earlier this week to get them. And they're like, oh, no, Ag hasn't come to inspect them. And I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, there's no green sticker on here. And I was like, I've never had a green sticker. It was this whole thing. They're like, no, it's supposed to be inspected by the Department of Ag. Just who says? Southwest? Southwest. But I was like, all right. And I was like, well, all I've got is like a tracking number for me that says it's ready. And the fact that I've this is like my third time doing it, like every right. other week. Like, uh, what are you talking about? Now? And they... We got into like this brouhaha kind of, and I was like, dropped an F bomb, which pissed the guy I was talking to off. Oh, he man. started, he was like, Don't you curse at me. And oh. I was like, Dude, I'm sorry. I just, it's not, I'm not cursing at you. This is just who I am. I've got to, anyways, it was this whole thing back and forth. And I ended up going back and forth. And he's like, You can't, it's mushrooms. You can't take mushrooms out of here without it. And I was like, There's no mushrooms in there. And he's like, What do you mean there's no mushrooms in there? And I was like, It's spawn. And he was like, But so, and he got really intrigued because he went from being like, Fuck you. Ag hasn't inspected it. And you're fucking cursing at me. Like, get the fuck out of here. A girl came around. I thought she was going to punch me. Like, we got into like an altercation. I was just like, I'm just, trying to like I'm just I was like I'm not asking questions to be an asshole like I just need to know because like my week is like dependent on when I'm dropping stuff off at Berkeley Bowl and picking this up and like going around like and they're like what (laughs) and I was like and I've done this before this has never happened I was like I roll in every Tuesday grab my shit this stuff comes in on the same flight out of Boston like this is this has never happened like I just need to know what I need to know so I can plan they're like you're not getting your shit it's not leaving the building but we ended up so then when I said that I was like there's no mushrooms and he's like, well, there's vegetables in it. And I was like, there's no vegetables in there. And I said, like, do you want to open them? Even if you don't let me take them, like open them, open see what's box. in there. I was like, there's spawn in there. And he's like, what? And he, and then that like caught his attention. And I'm like, eh, trying to explain to him, like, I get my spawn from these guys because they right. can sterilize and I can't do it and this, that, and the other. And, and he's like, so what is it? And I was like, it's grains that are inoculated with mycelium. And he's like, what? And then he ended up thinking it was so weird that he was like, okay, he's like, I'm going to change the, I'm going to let you take it. But he's like, if you open that box and there's a mushroom in there, like you're never getting this shit out of here. And I was like, great, let's do it. And so he opened the box and he was like, saw a bag of spawn and was like, oh, weird. What is this? And then he kept asking more and more questions. I don't know. I don't know. But it was, it was a wild, it was, it was very interesting. But because of the fact I was able to almost like take advantage of the fact that no one understands what the fuck is going on with mushrooms to be like, there's no mushrooms in the box though, my dude. <laughs> There's just some like and not a spawn grain and like, you know, then you're talking about a sci-fi novel to this. Yeah, guy. it was like I bet that dude was like, I love comics. Yeah. 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 And he just like captured his imagination in a way that like he couldn't 
fathom yeah. and like still didn't understand, but then it also just wanted to get rid of me, I think, at that point. But I was able to to use that as a great Thank way to God get there my wasn't spawn. One fruit body, like just like a rogue on the <laughs> bottom of a fucking grain. I would have been like, oh no. And then he just like pulls out a gun. Yeah. And like, it's over. No, but it was yeah. wild. And I was like, all right. Next delivery, we're getting it in San Francisco. You, you I was, we, we spun yeah. it, but it was very interesting. So you think but, it was airport derivative? Or, or, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. What do we put on there that like permits that? Or just not mushrooms? Whoa. I don't know. And Amanda and Tyler know about this? No. Yeah, I'm, no. When I send Amanda my next thing, I'm going to like, oh, like dude, we're switching yeah, it up to San yeah, Francisco. Yeah. and uh Yeah. <clears throat> Don't say there's vegetables in it. I don't well, know. Well, the Southwest thing is new for us in that regard because we're not quite sure like how to get anything to anybody faster. And when they had theirs <laughs> shut down, we had to switch to Alaska Air. So yeah. there's always options to like whizzle around. It, but. it works great in terms of getting the product to me, which is awesome. Right, you know, that was right. like a weird little blip, but and it like arrives great. It's still cold in there. Yeah. And like it, the cost fucked. too is not, it's actually like competitive yeah. with ground shipping. Yeah, yeah. So it works for me i think it is a, a good solution that was just that's fucking crazy though because yeah. these are the things that like uh spin farmers out who are yeah. a certain size well and that's what i was telling them like, is i was oh, like no. i live in santa rosa right. it's like two hours away yeah and i was like i just need to drive down here this has never happened i was like can we can you just give it to me and then like going forward i'll call you to see they were like don't just go by your waybill number you have to like call us to make sure department of ags inspected it and i'm like you say that like i should fucking know that i picked it like this has never it's come not up agricultural yeah yeah that but way. yeah so it was interesting but Right. I mean, it all ended well. Huh. All right. I got it. Oh, um, man. This is like things I haven't even thought about before. So now I'm like, oh, fuck. And I have phone calls. But again, me. like, no one, no, <laughs> even Department of Ag doesn't know what to do about mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Just yeah. leave us alone, I guess, is, is what I would say is the best solution. I think Just when, let it be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let it be is important. But also, like, right, like, if you... There's a competitive thing here that's important to establish yeah. certain guidelines, knowing that your competitors, like, above the size of you can even see, shouldn't be able to compete in the same markets as you in that regard. And they can if they're just selling Chinese logs in. And uh, now, like, Kenneth's firing up their autoclaves again, and there's options for shiitakes, but... It's only a matter of time until like more of those imports make their way here in different forms and fashions. So whether or not there'll be quality is entirely, you know, who knows, but <clears throat> I don't know. That's my only advice for that. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Why would anybody even ask that? Like, don't know. Where are pro yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. No, but I think, yeah, you're right that that domestic versus foreign inputs and, and really like what's in them, yeah. you know, like are what are the inputs yeah. is, is what's really important. Yeah, I know that, you know, we're like we try and go above and beyond with organic inputs, but even from the organic standpoint, you can be certified organic and use non-organic inputs. Yeah. It doesn't really fucking matter. You know, it's just you're doing more paperwork to prove what, that you have this cool marketing campaign that says I'm certified organic. 
So I think we're on the other side of it. I like to think, you know, yeah. of like the, the consumer is aware of like kind of the so. trickery of it all. Yeah. It's, you know, like there are issues with pesticides and there are yeah. issues for sure. And I think it, but like this is not the solution. This isn't solved anything. This is just like uh, costs farmers a lot of money. Yeah. And people putting fucking peroxide and they're like, uh, it's like such diluted amounts into like a hydrofogger yeah. isn't fucking glycophosphate. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, right. You know how much peroxide and bleach and like all CLO2 can go into like water sources and still be consumable? It's like yep. PPMs are terrifying. Yep. So, yeah. These are funny things though that like for the longest time didn't matter to a mushroom farm or yeah. to the people who were like, come on into our market. Yeah. You know, but now they're like a thing because yeah. people are trying to figure out how to regulate it or make money at it. Yeah. Eventually it just turns into that. Yeah. And it's like, you really want to get into this? Well, Oh, no. How much time you got? Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think this will be a cool area for you. I've, I've loved this area for a long time. I haven't spent time in Cloverdale. A little bit of time, like a couple days down here. But yeah. I like cool. it a lot. I like it a lot. It's the right size for me. Yeah. If anything, a little too big. But sure, sure. it's nice. The ocean's close. Yeah. It's spread out enough. People are really nice. There's like a, this yeah. Santa Rosa in Sonoma, which can be a little fancy. This has like got some more blue collar sensibility to it. Fuck yeah. Which is nice for me. Woodchoppers, um, man. Yeah. yeah the, mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the motorcycle and car culture here in Santa Rosa is fucking awesome. Yeah. It's yeah, insane. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's good. And I mean, and people are interested in the mushrooms. Yeah. So and motorcycles and mushrooms. Motorc that's what I always say, motorcycles and mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. They really do in a weird way. How'd you get into riding bikes? Just... It started with bicycles, you know, being a punk, right? Thinking like fixies riding a bike. Oh, I was riding fixies. I've got a ninja riding a fixie <laughs> right there. Um, my nickname was that's Ninja Claw. All, there's people in Portland that don't know my name. They just call me Ninja Claw. Yeah. Uh, but it started that way it's and just Portland like... A, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Started as, you know, okay. And then it was like, wow two wheels are cool yeah. and then but i was like motorcycles are cool but they kind of scare me and so then i was oh, like no yeah. oh, i got into the scooter thing and like went hard with that sure um and then just over covid when they opened up like the motorcycle training courses here i was like all oh, right i'm yeah, gonna go yeah. get my license and then was like oh this isn't that scary right and i got my first little bike yeah um it's been awesome and this is such a great place to ride Oh, I bet, uh, but man. I still am like just a, like a lone wolf out there. Right. I'm not doing any like group rides, but doing like rides down to San Felipe and like the El, Dilo El Diablo stuff sounds so fun. It does. But and it is fun. There. But like, yeah, there's no need to like yeah. rush into that shit. That's the one thing I've stopped helping people learn how to yeah. ride motorcycles because I keep, you know, I realize that I say goodbye to like a fair amount of people every year. Like you're, the more you're in that, you're just mm -hmm. used to seeing people die, yep. not seeing it, but yeah. you're used to being like, oh yeah, they went on this ride and didn't come back. Yeah. So there is something you give up like in that concept, but like getting new people into it, I'm like, have fun, but don't ride with yeah. me for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I, I, what delayed me, I think a long time, uh, I had a girlfriend who got into it doing the whole babes right out and like that was huge yeah this is my little stint down in san diego right after portland and she was you know wanting to ride with you the proverbial you you know just going too hard with people and she swung wide and right into a truck this is i, I was there oh fuck yeah i took frank out there and yeah. uh and everybody was sort of we dropped her off she had brain cancer and like uh 
was like, I can't ride. So she was riding on the back. We brought her bike out, you know, and shit, just to get her hanging out with people. But yeah, uh, yeah that, that was fucked up, man. And super. And that, that, that was like her second day riding, yes. right? Yes. And yeah. that just made me get to the point of being like, oh, shit. Like, I know yeah. myself well. I was a little too wild. You yeah. Know? And I was like, I need to have some sense of, like, self <laughs> preservation here yeah, like, yeah. now i'm at a point where i'm like okay cool yeah, I, I know yeah. i'm not on a death ride when I go out. <laughs> whereas like that would have been me like wanting to be like oh well the one rule that you can yeah. never remember is don't look at what you don't want to hit yeah and it's like this don't stupid fucking thing it. if you, you're just gonna ride yeah. right into whatever yeah. you're looking at you know and that's i think exactly what she did so you knew her yeah, we were like ran in the same circle. Dude, we came right up to that scene and I was like, what the Brutal. fuck, dude? And like the whole thing was bullshit. Like trying to pull Frank out of like a chemo treatment for just like this weekend of fun. And it was like, oh, we were, my uh, her friend Chad was the one that was like driving and he had this big ass fucking rig. So we loaded her bike into it. And that happened probably like 30 feet, you know, in front of us. And like... And then the whole thing just kept going though. And it was just like, yeah. it had the, that year had this stale, like fucking yeah. like carpet over it where people were like, whoa, fuck me. And that's when babes right out, I think kind of dialed it back a little bit. They're yeah. like, for the fuck's sake, like yeah. nobody needs to die at these right. events. That's crazy. Right. But, oh man, that's what, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah. That, I mean, that's, I was on scooters at that point and like kind of like shopping around like was in yeah. the state of like if, if the right bike pops up i'm gonna grab it and then that i was like fuck this shit oh, <laughs> and that yeah, really yeah. made me get to a point of like no i'm not gonna do it but no i, mean, I, I enjoy some of that real. though yeah there it's is fun like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it is yeah. but uh i mean i was wild back then those were yeah. i was still yeah. drinking then <laughs> that was <laughs> I, it was a good thing i you know yeah, did not get into it. it then and uh yeah. now now it's it's much more fun and now i'm yeah. like oh, okay cool i used to do like silver um soldering Oh, no have tried to fuck around with welding, but yep. eh, you get there. I can get some metal yeah. to stick together. Yeah. How well? I don't know, but uh, that's like the dream. Is like I'm gonna build myself a bike one day. Sick. One yeah. day. Once this farm's like out that. of here, you yeah, get exactly. Shot, right? Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. is kind of the the progression. I oh, think. you gotta come up, man. Come visit and hang out. It's uh, we got this uh, Moto Motel that we're building out up in Hell China. Yeah. Maine. And it's just like, I'm just living in there, but it's like two bedrooms, uh, independent, like baths. They can just, you can have your spot. Yeah. Then we have the motorcycle shop downstairs and just like a hangout area up front. But it's, it's nice to be able to bring a lot of people in and, uh, the amount of people who want to like check it out. And I've, I've just talked about it, I guess, enough at this point where it's like, wow, this is cool. Like danger Dan's going to come out and fucking weird, man. So it's very cool to like, be in those environments but it also is this constant reminder of mm-hmm. like how crazy it is yeah fuck have you ridden down into mexico at all or no done that? Yeah, no yeah, yeah. no no oh I'd jesus love to, though. i don't know why they put speed bumps in the middle of their fucking highways <laughs> but like uh are the stray dogs that want to kill you yeah. or just like anybody's like eyeballing you and you're like fuck man this is not good. And the minute you cross over with a group, everybody yeah. immediately just starts like down oh, yeah. fucking beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody's a little squirrely going down this like fucked up road and they're like, speed bump, you know? <laughs> and you're like, whoa. So when you're in a group of like a few hundred people and packs are flying and yeah. you're like trying to get over people's bedrolls with your stupid springer and you're like, fuck, this is not good. But, but you, also pretty fucking but it's, fun. 
Oh uh, yeah, I would never not do it. You yeah. know? <laughs> That'd be the better way to die. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. just smash your brain out and yeah. send for instance or wherever, you know, yeah. down San Felipe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. But it is. I it, there's a weird thing of mushrooms and motorcycles. I don't understand a hundred percent what it is, but yeah, it's I didn't there. realize it was so prominent. Right. I was like, wow, it's fucking cool. Like Roger Rabbits, we're gonna rent a bike up there Hell and yeah. go rip around with him. Awesome. You know? like, he's making us climb a mountain and ride somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Badass. Yeah. I will be curious to hear that one because I'm curious yeah. what where because that was a couple <clears throat> years ago you talked to him I'm guessing and so I'm curious how his situations evolved and progressed with like all that bullshit. That <clears throat> That's he's... crazy. So yeah he had a couple other properties. He's got like three kids and um, he's proceeded to just like retire but also be able to he worked for IBM for like a long time okay. all throughout building that mushroom yeah. stuff so he had like a package and he had like a pretty good like okay. balanced plan the whole problem is is like you know just as anybody else when you get to a certain age retirement's just like uh Doesn't am I gonna make it you know, right. or am I going to yeah, run like, out of money? Right. You know, it's that one was on paper enough money back in the 80s, but like here we are in fucking yeah. 2020, is it? Yeah. No. So if you retire young enough now in yeah. your mid-60s, you know, if you make it to 80, like what yeah. the fuck is the price right, and cost right. of living? Right. So everybody who's retiring now is like just doing it because they're retired. Um, yeah. So who knows what he'll do, you yeah. know? But I think at this point, <clears throat> he had such a like vengeful attitude towards the whole thing respectively yeah, so through. yeah i understand i would feel that way but yeah but he had to like kind of corner it and uh and actually kind of just look at it from a different vantage point i think and for some reason he was able to you know and, like i didn't think he would let us back out here to be honest and he kind of we've gone back and forth almost every day for since i've been out here yeah just to like you know yeah. keep yeah. it here yeah. you know not because yeah. i give a shit about benefiting at all no. but like once people stop telling their stories yeah. they'll never get it you know? well and i mean <laughs> frankly me in the position i'm in and how i've come into this mushroom farming world yeah. i would not fucking know who he was no. if it wasn't for you yeah. and so and i'm very into that like I say it all the time of like standing on the shoulder of giants and it's yeah, like, okay, I'm yeah. standing on your shoulders. You're standing on his shoulders. Like yeah. that's important to it's know huge. that. Yeah. Those it's, lineages are. Yes. Giant. And yeah, so yeah. it's like, am I ever going to build his weird double boiler? No. no. Like, thank God you did. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, thank yeah. God you did. And like yeah. figured out what you figured out and started doing what you're doing so that yeah. I can do what I'm doing. And like, who knows what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's why I want to know what's the little 11 year old girl going to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's just like, that shit's better than all of us. Right. But it has to keep going that way, but it goes that way when you know yeah. what's there and so i think it's super important to yeah i'm stoked that you yeah because i wasn't on the shroomery i i'm not whatever no, third right. fifth sixth wave Grower. micro mushroom farmer now. that like you know <laughs> i'm glad to be able to tap into something and like yeah. have access to that kind of yeah. lineage and stuff it's important it is too and it's like i'm very much an archivist in that world so when you mention mm -hmm. like a map and an idea i'm like yeah. yeah but there should be layers of the map like totally. dead farms versus yes. dead people versus live farms versus like yeah. thriving farms you know what i mean yeah you want to build this map he's so fucking tired i have to pull this barrel <laughs> unplugged really oh quick. Yeah, yeah yeah i just realized what time it is. hold on do the old switcheroo You guys must yeah, have been yeah, up yeah. early. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. yeah. We had fun. Kyle got us fucked up. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. 
That is the mushroom bar, the psychedelic mushroom little nugget. That just makes oh, you all weird. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'll keep you awake. Yeah, yeah he just so like hands us to shit. Yeah, they, they'll keep you up. Yeah. And I told everybody how I learned how to sleep on acid after doing it for 14 days. So I know the tricks. Nobody else does. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. It's so fun to meet some of these people. I mean, I couldn't I, entertain yeah. people like Kyle does. He's just so gracious and like... Yeah. People, like, I was saying to him, we were walking around, I was like, people just show up, like, expecting something, and I'm like, I'm fucking tired. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the only time in which I expel energy is, like, yeah. engaging yeah, with yeah. other farms. For sure. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm just going to fucking build something or TIG weld or fuck yeah. off. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's draining, but it's good. It is. I'm yeah. glad you do it. For yeah, sure. thanks for having it. us to do this. Yeah, thanks this for killer. coming by. Yeah. It's still, like I'm telling you, this is one of those moments I'll be like, what the fuck? Like I'm actively sitting here like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll with yeah. it. Sweet. This is a huge, cool, I can't wait to like, you know, hopefully five, ten years down the line doing whatever I'm doing with this and have this as like, it's a cool gift in a way to like get to and look we'll back, be and back and be like, yeah, shit, that's what, that's, that was like, yeah. Ground zero for me doing this. So yeah, it's yeah. Badass. Worried about fucking green stickers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> worried about green stickers and battling like trichoderma blocks that came in from Berkeley and. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man, funky fruits in the summer weather and. Yeah, well, there's a certain age where you start forgetting, and you're yeah. just like, oh, I forget so much now, and I'm really yeah. glad that like I built at least a record. Like I don't yeah. remember these things being mentioned on Brandon's fucking thing. I'm like, really. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. Good to know things are being gleaned that I don't fucking You are know, an archivist so. then, you know? You are yeah, creating yeah. a living archive. Like, yeah, that's the goal. Awesome. Yeah. And that's what's so weird about this industry is that... It doesn't it's, exist. Yeah. Oh, man. I have a weird Sylvan cultivation book that I found on eBay. What? Really? Yeah. Let's see this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's, love uh, weird stuff. Yeah. I think it's... <clears throat> yeah. Mushroom Cultivation 4. What Sylvan. the fuck? Isn't that weird? It's Peter Aki. Yeah. Wow. Dude. What year is this uh, printed? Uh, you'd have to check the inside cover. This is definitely a... Like a, a repop? Uh-huh. Yeah. But I like randomly was looking for stuff on eBay and this popped up and I was like, what? I don't think this is applicable to me at all, but I need to have that just to like put on the shelf. Yeah, 96, sold out in 2015. This came out in 2016, 17. You know what's crazy is uh, Gregor from our lab, uh, you've probably seen him on those deep dives. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. um, Gregor uh, is uh, he's doing this like research phase on uh, pleurotus and like just when it started to be cultivated. And usually like during food scarcity, World War One is when it first started. Yeah. Uh, like in, you know, in and around Europe and such. And uh, they started figuring out modern techniques for it. But we picked up a couple books from like the OG, like this is how you cultivate, like leather bound fucking night. I think this one's 1886. Yeah. Like cultivation Damn. techniques. How fucked up is that? That's awesome. Just like, what? They were writing about this back then? Nothing has changed, you know? It's like. <laughs> no, I mean, we've, we've, as a species, have worked with mushrooms for so long. But yeah, like, it is yeah. like this lost thing that is like, has not been. Yeah. tracked well and has always existed kind of in the weird shadows and, and cracks you know 
Yeah, it's true. And like here in the States anyways, you know. Cultivation of tremella on cottonseed holes in China. Cottonseed <laughs> holes are agriculture cotton That's very interesting. So, yeah, it's funny you say these things because uh, it's like we've been gunning after different uh, tremella things. Uh-huh. Because they're fascinating, you know. And uh, it's funny to see all the cottonseed holes out in uh, uh-huh. uh, Moss Landing there. Oh, the falling substrate because a higher yield than common solid substrates. Cottonseed holes, wheat bran, gypsum, magnesium, sulfate, water. Ah. Sorry, we're done now. I'm just yeah, kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so cool. There's so many artifacts like yeah. on on these like really particular. Um, yeah, the thing they don't talk about here in Chamela is the bacteria you have to cultivate alongside it, which is like only half-assed, or they just don't want to tell you. I'm sure there's a withholding of some stuff in there. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Man. Holy shit. Weird stuff. I love when, yeah, I love seeing weird things like this. I'm like, all right, yeah. great. That's pretty awesome, man. Yeah. I think the ephemera comes with it. You just have to like Yeah. Like Brandon with this Mushroom Adventures Lightning t shirt. I was like, why did I never get one of those? Fuck. Yeah. You know, I should have. Yeah. You're just like poor gypsy kids who couldn't afford that shit. <laughs> couldn't afford a Micah Wizard subscription. So I don't know what the fuck I where would I have from, man. <laughs> But I would have contacted him and be like, can I get this for free? I am poor. And I would have been like, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's... Yeah. yeah. Just email us with proof that you're poor as shit and you... You get it for free. Hell yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. earned it. Yeah. I, I think so. And that's usually <laughs> the person that's going to like do something. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's the innovator. Someone that can't afford this stuff is the person that knows how to make shit happen in a DIY sensible, the dirty seeing punks. things from the outside and not just following instructions. Yeah. That's usually where you're coming out of being yeah. in a situation where you have to be crafty. Yeah. At least that, I can say that for myself. That's like, the motorcycle connection, though. Yeah, really I think is. so. Like, yeah, weird problem solving and... If you're on the side of the road, your working, batteries are yeah. going, you're like, fuck Limited me, resources. Yeah. 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 You for get sure. really kind of... Yeah, you get all breaking bad about it. Yeah. Super MacGyver <laughs> mode. Totally. Super MacGyver. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It yeah. works. It's not pretty, but it, it, you can make it work. Yeah. I like to think we're a bunch of MacGyver-esque characters out there. Because really, yeah. like, I see... I, it was fun to watch Kyle just dick around with a bunch of equipment over there after we recorded. Man, they've like, had some crazy... Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been down there recently, yeah? yeah. No, I, well, like a year ago <clears throat> was the last time I was down sure, there. It's the yeah, same. Yeah, probably. Oh, it's so fucking rad, dude. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. Yeah, it's... Uh, and they're doing that festival, like, in May yeah. or something. It's like... I'm stoked that they're actually participating in the uh, thing now that like Kyle's really in charge of that you yeah. know, component. It's just so important. You know? Yeah. And I love that he can sit like in his own like cafe and like nobody knows who the fuck he is. Yeah. Like this lady's pissing Mike off. Another lady's like, hey, it scares me. Cause somebody's like in the cooler and Kyle's just sitting there like high as a kite. <laughs> it's fucking great. <laughs> way to do it yeah, that's the way to do it it is well thank you for taking the time thank you yeah this is great so, yeah stoked to meet you stoked yeah. to welcome you and yeah we'll be back in five years Let's or do six it. months six or months to one five, year six months to ten years six somewhere in there years. it's so fucking fun <laughs> what did you think of that episode 
If you want more of this Mica wizardry, stay tuned because we are turning up the heat. We are shooting for a release a week on MicahWizards.com and a release a week on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Slinger, Stitcher, Bewitcher, really, you know, wherever the fuck you get your podcast. So be on the lookout for that ear candy because it's coming your way. This podcast is produced and sponsored by Main Cap and Stem. Need cultures, spawn, substrate, equipment, raw materials, consultations? Reach on out to the amazing team of Cap and Stem at www.capnstem.com. If you want to support this podcast, swing on over to mycowizards.com and become a member of the largest culture bank on the fucking planet. Seriously, our team is focused on bringing you commercial, gourmet, and experimental cultures from around the globe. So become a member of our culture club at mycowizards.com today. Don't dig the flow hood work. That's okay. Come on in for the videos, the deep dives, the exclusive interviews, and Fino flicks. Yeah, that's what we're calling them. <laughs> Motion picture flicks focused on the phenotypes we are working with every day. Don't want videos? Don't dig the fungus on dishes? Just want to support this podcast? Well, shit, you can do that too for five bucks a month to keep this show on the road. Speaking of the road, I have to send a special thanks to the new and improved and magical and mysterious Michael Wizards team consisting of Mr. Michael Vance, Dr. Daniel Ashley, as well as Tyler Crawford and the Flowhood man, Sir Gregor Jones. Okay. I'm Eric Lohman. Stay weird, my Micah Wizard family, and hopefully we'll see you out there in hyperspace, space, space, space. <laughs> I like that effect. <laughs>